and good afternoon, Xbox Nation. Welcome to this week's new episode or this week's second episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL, and you will immediately notice, well, there's only three of us here today. Uh, we are expecting Umbra or Infinite Umbra to show up momentarily. Uh, Mav is out on work. Pong is out at work. And uh, so is uh, Boxenberger for that matter. So it's, it's going to be a show where I might reach out to a few people that I know and I trust to get them on in here, talk about some of the big topics. We don't have a lot of topics, but we have a couple of meaty ones. Um, but before we get into said topics, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in the guests that are here. Daniel McGee, what's going on, brother? Welcome back. How are you feeling? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, just finished watching the Nintendo Direct. There's some exciting things in there. And I uh, finally finished uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 last night. So nice, I've good for you, brother. A, just having a game day. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, listen, you know what you, you listen, I, I got up to chapter six and I fell asleep. Um, so I, I got to yeah. get back to it eventually. Um, I had a good time while I was there. It's just, well, you know. It is one of one of the great games of, of last gen for sure, um, but uh, listen, glad that you are you are, you got a chance to finish that. That game does look hype. Uh, I I got I got to finish it. I really do. I, I got to power through chapter six, which a little boring to start out with, but we'll see. We'll see if I ever get yeah, back to it. That, that Rockstar is. games are great, but they are long AF. Um, sometimes yeah. maybe too long for their own good. Um, but uh, listen, Josh, N64 Josh, what's going on? You must be happy. There was a lot of Nintendo news today, but you're here to talk about Halo, right? You're one of your other loves. And we got a lot to talk about because there's some big undergoings uh, at 343 Industries. I'm going to break all that down. We got some press releases from Microsoft proper, got a Bonnie Ross statement, and uh, a few of the people of the, within the industry that came and wished her well on her new journey, whatever that may be. How are you feeling, Josh? amazing so glad to be back sorry i've mi i've really missed you guys i'm so glad to be back to talk some xbox to talk some halo and to cry about golden eye <laughs> well let's let's get into golden eye uh which was of course it, it is a renowned uh n64 title that had many of us uh piling around a, a crt tv back in the days with their friends uh to Play slappers with odd job in the lot. And uh, well, we have been waiting for the remake to find its way to both Nintendo Switch and, of course, the Xbox. And we saw it finally, uh, you know, come to fruition on the announcement during the Nintendo event. Um, and, uh, you know, listen, it's uh, one of the big things out of this, uh, out of uh, what happened today is the fact that, yes. It is coming into Xbox Game Pass day and date, and that is awesome. But, folks, if you thought it was time to throw the party hats and hang out playing GoldenEye multiplayer, well, I got some real terrible news for you because, unfortunately, GoldenEye multiplayer, and I cannot believe I am saying this, is an exclusive to Nintendo Switch. I mean... What in the actual F planet are we on? Are we on Earth? I don't know anymore because, quite frankly, the Nintendo Switch Online is by far one of the worst ways to play online. And somehow or another, GoldenEye's multiplayer, folks, is locked behind a Switch 
Now I'm t- I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to buy it on the Switch because well, I have over a hundred games on my Switch and I love it. But I was hoping to play multiplayer and maybe do some recording of it on the Xbox, which is expected to be the ve- the better version. And I say question mark. You hear it in my voice because well. I got some stuff here, folks. It's going to just blow your mind. Um, We have a DM open um, where uh, it has been confirmed by 3-Bit, who you think you know who 3-Bit is, prominent member of the community, but prominent developer as well. uh, That this, I don't even believe I'm saying this. The Switch version is going to be the better version. That's right. I'm not making this shit up, ladies and gentlemen. That has been confirmed. And here's some more confirmation from our good brother, the Wandering Dutch. And he puts into the, a, a, a piece of the press release, and it says, says this. Thanks, Dutch, for this, brother. Definitely appreciate it. He says, the remastered game includes 4K resolution, smoother frame rates, and even split screen as an even split screen local multiplayer, which okay, that's cool if you're gonna sit with your buddies like you did way back in the days. Rare says it will even arrive on Xbox Game Pass and Nintendo Switch Online, but online play will be exclusive to the Switch version. I mean, listen, I, I I'm I'm confused. I'm I don't even I am dumbfounded by what i am reading you ladies and gentlemen because i cannot believe that this is this is the thing but unfortunately well here it's 2022 and well here we are uh josh you are a multiplayer guy you are a nintendo switch guy uh and uh what are your thoughts on the the, the revelation that golden eye is here so yes it's here but the best versions <laughs> is on Switch, and the multiplayer is locked behind that. I, I just, I don't understand, folks. I, I, like I said, I think we're living in bizarre world. Josh, please help me. Save me, Josh. Uh, I can tell you there's one word. One word is all I need to say, and it's Nintendo. Right? They, they are hungry for subscriptions, and if the only yep. place you can play GoldenEye online is on Nintendo Switch Online, then uh well guess 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 who wins there not us unfortunately um they i mean we know this is the second time this deal's been uh been out about yeah right like it was the game was done it was ready to go and it was it was like a more of a remake re remaster kind of thing back back years ago when it was going to be on xbox arcade and uh and nintendo got cold feet and so yeah there were i mean honestly kind of uh kind of surprised that 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 uh that xbox went for it you know that they're gonna give up that that but who knows who knows the 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 money that changed hands we you know that's all the behind the scenes stuff that 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 we don't know about maybe nintendo paid a hefty price to be able to keep to keep that uh that that exclusive uh, it it is it is bizarre it is it is unfortunate um playing perfect dark on the xbox was the like it was kind of a dream come true honestly playing perfect dark with friends uh from the, from the 64 
it was that's that's what I think everybody was kind of expecting. So this news is uh, is is shocking and uh, and 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 disappointing, really. It, it, it's you know, real quick, I got to shout out a good friend of the program, uh, Kirby Zero Louise. He obviously is a developer. If you don't know who he is, uh, and he says this after dropping a very generous ten dollar super chat, he says it's exclusive to Switch because Netplay is an emulator feature on NSO. Go check out Parsec's YouTube channel. I've heard of him. They have a tutorial on how the how to net play on Xbox consoles. Oh, that's that's very interesting. I will definitely check that out. The fact that it has to be backdoored, it's, hey, it's just Xbox Connect. Who remembers, right? The 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 OGs remember playing Halo One. Through Xbox Connect, lunacy. right? This so, is just lunacy. I, I, you know, it's it funny. You know, this is just the kind of year Xbox players are having. You know, so not scary. only do we have no first party, and, and we understand why. Like it's 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 not it's not a meme. It's just you know it's funny. There's no first party. Great stuff coming into Game Pass. You know, the last half of the year, which is awesome. Um, but then the one game that we heard. From the one franchise that Microsoft owns, <laughs> getting the worst version of Goldeneye. Now, granted, like I said, I'm in the bag for two copies, folks. One, I'm playing on on game on Game Pass, which I'm going to play through the single player because I really liked it. Um, I don't know how much of the multiplayer I'm going to say. I'm mean, not fake outrage. I would have tried it because I had some legendary matches with my brother and my friends back in the day. So I would love to run around this odd job or any of the James Bond characters from back in the days. Um, so I'm going to get it on the switch also because while well, I buy a lot of games on the switch, I mean, I have over a hundred, I, I I'm a switch stand. I'll tell you that right now. I'm not even ashamed to admit it. Um, you won't have to buy it on switch. If you have the expansion pack, I have the expansion pack. So there you go. It's free, free and free. I'll take it. No, no, yeah. no, no, no doubt. About it. And you know, what's crazy. Could Josh, can you can confirm something just to go off topic for a hot second? Yeah. I was watching the direct and yes. they said that if you have the expansion pack, you didn't have to buy the Mario Kart uh um uh, DLC, correct. DLC. I bought it. I feel like I got robbed, bro. Like I I've had the expansion pass since they announced it. I don't ever remember hearing that. Did did I did that go over the top of my mohawk? It did, yeah. But the I mean is so the the silver lining, if you will. Is that if you decide that you don't need your Nintendo Switch Online anymore? I, I, my, I still, it, I still have the thing. Yeah, 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 it's true. And so you'll, you'll have it forever. The same is true with the Animal Crossing DLC, the Splatoon mm-hmm. Two DLC. Um, yeah, I believe that's that's kind of it at this point. But okay, uh, I mean, um, listen, they, they they want you to pay the money, and I, I and I will gladly pay it. Listen, let me let me get two super chats real quick before we bring in. Daniel with this depressing opening uh, salvo, if you will. <laughs> uh, shooter. Oh, man. Listen, dude, it's so great to, glad to see you. And it's not because of the Super Chat, brother. I know you've been having some trouble with the ticker. The fact that you're here is uh, is a load off my mind because I didn't I haven't seen you. I don't think I, see you, I saw you yesterday. So thank you for the Super Chat. And he says this. Let me find it. Hold on just a second. Where are you, Shooter? There you are. He says, hey, Boom and Mrs. Boom, Daniel McGee and N64, Josh. Uh, here's a small token of my way of saying thank you for what you all do. Well, thank you, brother, for what you do, because obviously you do a lot of Super Chats, and we are incredibly uh, grateful for that. But also the fact that you're here, uh, that's even more important. And uh, we got another one that just came in from 
And this is a good friend of the program. Your baby's father drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, I read somewhere that, that Nintendo still owned the golden eye rights. It's a surprise that Xbox is getting it all. I actually read that as well. I don't know mm. how true that is, but well, you know what? It is what it is. Uh, Daniel McGee, let, let's get your opinion on this. Uh, golden eye right. finally out. Here we are. Um, and we have heard from several people that, you know, it's not coming to online multiplayer for Xbox, which is, again, kind of wacky. But the fact that the better version, it's going to be on the Switch, I, 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 I just don't understand. It's very strange. It's very strange for the, for the multiplayer section of the game to be exclusive to the, the platform that has the least capability of doing multiplayer well is, is very strange. Um, I, I think that it's, it's almost certainly got something to do with rights. You know, it's, um, this is a game that we've known about for a really long time and it's been in some kind of like confusion about when it's going to be shown, when it's going to come out. And so I think that honestly, a lot of that waiting at this point, you know, with hindsight, it seems like maybe a lot of that waiting was because maybe people were fighting about where this game was going to go. If anything was going to be exclusive to any other platforms, things like that. Um, so I, I guess this is what the concession was for the game to finally come out. Um, I'm not going to be playing the multiplayer of it on my switch. I don't have the expansion pass. Um, and I'm not going to buy it myself. Um, but you know, my, my history with golden eye is a little bit different where I don't think I've played the single player of it. Cause I, I never owned a, a, an N64. The, uh, it, it was, I was too young for it. I was a fetus when that came out. So I, I just, I didn't, I never, never got in on the N64, although I have played a lot of it in, in, uh, in the years since. Um, but I think I've only ever played the multiplayer of 007. So I, I'd be, I'd be interested to see what that campaign looks like when it comes to game pass. So I guess I'm still okay with the way it's been broken down, but it's just some really weird choices. I agree. I I mean, look, I I, I I suppose that if 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 Nintendo does own the rights, which we're starting to hear more and more of, I I suppose we're lucky we have it. I guess. I mean, <laughs> I hope Microsoft didn't drop the bag on this, so to speak, because I mean, yikes. Um, listen, it it is what it is. It's disappointing that multiplayer is left off one of the better multiplayer. Uh, you know places uh, like Xbox, uh, and that it's gonna it's 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 gonna suffer on Nintendo. It's Nintendo's. I mean, Nintendo Switch's online isn't as good as let's say a Dreamcast is. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I'm crying out loud. I mean, I, and I'm, I'm I, you know I'm, I'm a Nintendo stand, so I could say that with full confidence. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, hey, hey, Ru G. He says no online WTF. Yeah, I'm right there with you, brother. It is a it is a shocking revelation, um, but one that we're not going to spend too much time on because well, there's only three of us, and I'm trying to get a couple people more in here, <laughs> and more importantly, and just it is what it is. But we did have a couple more super chats come in, and Josh, thank you for throwing those in there, brother. Absolutely. Uh, we have uh, we have Corbini Qu- Gaming. What's going on, Corbini? Long time, no time. Thanks for being here, and thank you for the generosity he drops. 
super chat and says boom my soul hurts about golden eye looking forward to a great show yeah i'm 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 quite disappointed i, I so much so that i i feel you, you ever get so disappointed about something and you, all you do is laugh that's what's <laughs> happening to me that's my my coping <laughs> mechanism coming out for everyone to see um drawn tj good and generous friend of the program drawn tj how, how the hell are you brother he drops $5 super chat says, hi, guys. Wish Bonnie Ross all the best. Indeed, I as well. Uh, but it's better that she is not in charge of Halo now. It can be great. We're going to, folks, we're going to get into it. I, I just want to kind of throw this out there for everybody. Um, I have a certain way of doing shows. Uh, some, uh, and, and, and I'm very proud of the way I produce this content. One of the things that you will not find is dogpiling. Um we, we're not going to be cursing. We're not going to be saying good riddance to bad rubbish or anything like that. I had a chance to meet Bonnie Ross at E3 2019. When I tell you, for someone in her position, she is absolutely incredible to speak with, but she's more so than that, unbelievably approachable. Uh, we had a, I, I mean, she's, she's a, you know, executive. So I can only, I only got her for, you know, to speak with her for five minutes. But in that five minutes, you can just, feel the, uh, the the love for the brand emanating off of her like i said i you know look as someone has put out in the socials that is dealing with my mom not being that well uh she put out there for everyone to know that she is dealing with some family things now i saw a lot of people trying to poo poo that don't don't do that don't don't say that it's an excuse now when i read what she had to say she was leaving Three four three, uh, three. She was leaving three four three. That that's a confirmed fact. She was leaving, um, but she said in the statement that that she was hoping to be there through the winter update. And this, you know, situation with family kind of threw her for uh, for a loop. Okay, that's fine. I, I I'm not I'm not here to judge. So we are going to cover that momentarily. Um, but we do have one other story that I want to get to, guys. Um, on the fifteenth of this month. Uh, Tokyo Game Show was happening, confirmed. Um, and I'm looking forward to it for a multitude of reasons. But what's interesting, ladies and gentlemen, is we had gotten yesterday on the Xbox Two podcast with good friends of this community and good friends of mine, for that matter, uh, of course, Randall Thor and Jess Corden of Windows Central. And they put out there that uh, there was a rumor that um, uh, Phil Spencer was going to be uh, in Japan. Uh, well, we have confirmation that uh, that he is not only going to be there, uh, but we I have a suspicion that we, we're going to get some big announcements. Now, what those big announcements are, I honestly don't know. I'm going to throw some stuff out into the wind and see whether or not. Uh, hold on a second. Let me see. Uh, yeah, Web Dave, you can jump in with us, brother. If you're in there, I'm sending you the link to the Breakfast at Boom uh, DM. If you want to jump in, by all means, brother, join us. That's, that's awesome. Um, so, look, here's the thing. I didn't expect much from the Tokyo Game Show uh, because, well, it's it's you know they're trying to break in to Japan. Now we know they've been there for years, but they haven't really done that good. So what 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 are the what are what what are our expectations? Right? Should we um, should we expect nothing? Should we expect the fact that uh, Hideo Kojima is going to be there and he just put out yesterday? On social media, that his chair would have said his name, I, you know, like the director's chair, 
uh, a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if you follow him like I do. He had put out uh, something to the effect, and I don't have it in front of me. I'm, I apologize for that. Just finished, just finished editing a trailer. Now, he didn't specifically say what trailer that was. I thought for sure that he had just finished editing the trailer for Gamescom. And, of course, I wound up being wrong about that. Well, Tokyo Game Show is a couple of days away. He's going to be there. Phil Spencer is going to be there. We know that he's making an exclusive title for Xbox. I don't know, folks. I mean, is it one and one makes 17? I don't know. Web Dave, what's going on, brother? Thank you so much for popping in here and taking some time to hang out with us. We appreciate it. Now we have a party on hand. <laughs> uh, and Dave, we'll get to you momentarily. No worries. Uh, Daniel, let, let's get your opinion on this. You know, listen, uh, a lot of people had low expectations for Gamescom, and I was one of them. Mm -hmm. um, because, well, there's not a lot of great Xbox news. And it turns out that there were a ton of announcements at Gamescom regarding Xbox Game Pass. Now, Game Pass is already amazing, but months, September, October, November, and December are going to be banger after banger after banger. And even though some of them are multi-plats, folks, the exclusive is Xbox Game Pass because we're just going to have to put the download button and we're good. If you're if you're playing on Switch or you're playing on PlayStation, well, you got to spend the dough. Um, should we temper expectations or should we maybe hope that we're going to get an, uh, an announcement like maybe Phil comes up on the stage with Hideo Kojima and shows the trailer, but before he leaves, head of Sega comes out. And says, hey, listen, we have a big announcement for Xbox Game Pass on November 8th. And now what is that? Sonic. Sonic Frontiers Game Pass day and date. Wow. Mm -hmm. That would be big. And if they somehow can slap Sonic on the box for this holiday, I think that, I think that it's, it's safe to say Microsoft could, in fact, win Black Friday. Especially as if they throw some, some salt into the eyes of, of, of um, Sony. They raised their prices by 50 bucks. What if Microsoft were to announce that their pricing is $50 less just for the week of Black Friday? 450 Series X, 250 Series S, Sonic, three-month card in the box. Ladies and gentlemen, you have an effing party. What do, you, what do you think, Daniel? So I would say in terms of Black Friday, absolutely we should expect that. Like that's going to happen. They're going to lower those prices, and Black Friday is going to be a bloodbath, right? It's going to be – it's going to be – Oh, well, do I want to pay what I guess now over $600 to get a PS5 and God of War Ragnarok? Or do I want to spend, you know, $200, get a, a Series S and Game Pass for a couple months? Like, you know, it's going to be, I'm sure there's some people who will go one way and a lot of people who are going to go the other and, and we'll see. Um, TGS, though, you know, that's, it's an interesting situation for Xbox in particular because, They've been at the last couple TGSs and they haven't been amazing. They've been sort of ramping it up slowly. They've just been there, year, basically. Yeah. yeah. Last year, we got some interesting things to talk about, but nothing really actionable. Like, that was the year that Sarah Bond came out and said, like, we're partnering with a bunch of Japanese indie developers and stuff Indeed. like that. So there's definitely things that are going to happen this year that we're going to be able to talk about on this podcast. I don't know necessarily if it's going to be a show that people would want to watch you know what i mean i think that we'll get one maybe two interesting announcements I, I wouldn't expect anything super huge um if you know if, if kojima is there and he put together a trailer I, i'm i'm struggling to think of what else it could be at this point because like death stranding sort of run its course uh and i i 
unless he put a trailer together for his podcast, like I don't know yeah. what else it could be. Um, I mean, he said it. It's out there. I mean, you, you just have to look it yeah. up. He actually said, I just finished editing a trailer. Yeah, and they didn't show a trailer for his podcast at, at Gamescom, they, as far as I'm aware. They so did he, not. He, so. he definitely did something. Yeah. Uh, so I, I would, I don't know. I would, I guess I would expect Kojima to be there because, I mean, he said that he's going to be there. I, but I don't, I think it feels way too early to be seeing his Xbox game. So I, who knows? The, the Sega thing you were talking about, that would be amazing. It's certainly another possibility. I think that what they're going to end up doing is, I don't know that we're going to get specific game announcements. I think that it's just going to be things that sort of affirm that Xbox is thinking about the Japanese audience and wanting to, you know, say, Hey guys, like PlayStation's prices just went up or like something like that. You know, we're going to lower our prices in, in this region because you just got kind of hoed by your number one. Right. Like we're, yeah, I think it's going to be more things that it's like making the Japanese audience feel welcome into the existing Xbox ecosystem. Um, so I would temper my expectations a bit and then maybe end up being blown away instead of getting my expectations inflated and then being disappointed just because it was the same as it has been. You know what I mean? You make a lot of sense. And that's actually probably the way I'm going to go at it, but I am excited now. I do want to, Josh, before we get to you, brother, I do have Phil Spencer's tweet in front of me, folks. I'm going to read verbatim from the official Twitter account of Phil Spencer. And he says this, spending this week in Japan, visiting studios and publishers will be a great, uh, will be great to talk about games and development and get feedback on how we keep making progress with creators here and at, at uh, Japan uh, Xbox underscore Japan. So it has been confirmed by Phil himself uh, that he will in fact be there. Josh, listen, this has been a wacky year for, for a multitude of reasons. And we just talked about <laughs> to open up the show. I mean, like mind explosion. Uh, but Oh, you know what? Real quick, I got to give a shout out. Hold on a sec. Let me let me let me pull up the chat. Um, I have it here. Oh, Umbra's here. Umbra, what's going on, brother? I bet you overslept, didn't you? I did. I got. I know off. you did. I know. Listen, <laughs> we appreciate you being here, brother. We will get to you in a second. But I want to th- I want to thank uh, Calorie, uh, in the ch- in the chat, who's always here. Usually one of the first ones. So thank you so much for being here. But this is what Calorie had to say. Uh, don't be too upset about Goldeneye. The state of play this afternoon is going to be a, b- a bunch of third-party Japanese stuff, Silent Hill. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? That actually wasn't the one I was going to read. Uh, I Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we're going to get a God of War trailer. It's only 20 minutes. Temper your expectations for today. It is weird that Nintendo's was longer than Sony's. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's bonkers to me. Well, well and um, Sony tweeted at Nintendo, going to be a big I saw day tomorrow. That. Yes, I saw that. That was wild um i don't know who said it please uh throw it back into the into the chat apparently if you own a copy of rare replay this is golden eye is being added to it for free so you don't have to buy the game even if you don't have xbox game pass so if you own a copy of rare replay that is going to be put in there, which I think is kind of cool i mean i'm still bugged out about the no multiplayer thing but it is what it is uh n64 josh what, what i mean honestly what, what are your thoughts on this what i mean do do you think that microsoft might have a card unplayed up their sleeve it would be great if they did for this year 
Like yeah. it would be, it would be great if there was something, you know, and, and, and talking about the, the editing a trailer. I mean, in today's world, trailers can be, they could be anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be gameplay. It could be text on a black screen that yes. he, that he threw together. <laughs> it could you know, describe <laughs> that. It's not describing that. something that's coming to Xbox. Right. And people will probably still lose their minds because, it's coming to Xbox. It's well, and, it's Hideo and, Kojima. I know a lot exactly. of people think that you know he's overrated, and I and I I hear you, folks. I I love Hideo Kojima. I I I'd love to sit down and just have a you know a cup of coffee with that dude. You know, twenty minutes. Let's talk about it. You know, I, I would love to sit down and do acid with him. But I mean, um, <laughs> like <laughs> you heard it here first. He wants to do. He wants to be tripping balls. The doors open. Hideo Kojima. <laughs> Because I figure that's the only way that man comes up with some of his ideas, right? Like you do know you're talking to a police officer, right? I'm retired. I don't care what people do. Listen, as long as you don't hurt me and my family, I don't I don't gotta break out the nine. (laughs) No, but I mean I'm honestly there's very few I don't I don't know that I get excited about any of his games personally, but I understand the hype and I understand that some people like one of my best friends loves, loves, loves anything that 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 he puts out. So, yeah, give us something. Get 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 the uh, turn this year around. Start start turning that ship around so that uh, we can we can maybe end on a high note for the uh, for the for Team Xbox. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely agree. I, I absolutely agree. I think you're on to something. Uh, listen, Web Dave, let's get let's get your opinion on this. I mean, listen, we. Microsoft is in the rebuilding phase of Japan, right? Mm-hmm. The East Asia market, which is something that, well, they haven't had really good success with. Now, there is one particular Hail Mary I'm going to throw to you, okay? I said mm-hmm. I said this to um, uh, Kay Asante this morning, and he nearly fell out of his chair. And it's it's so outrageous, it is so ridiculous that I'm even saying it out loud. But you know what? Why the why the f not? Um, I said if you really wanted to make a if you really wanted to make a splash, if you wanted to stop the presses, so to speak, with the gaming media, you go and you announce that you are officially teamed up with the original creator of Lost Odyssey, and you are making a Final Fantasy VII esque remake of that game exclusive to xbox you that's it the just drop the mic and walk off the stage because that's all anyone's going to talk about i got goosebumps saying it i don't know who loves lost odyssey like i do that game was dope af i mean my god i loved it 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 is probably one of my favorite jrpgs of all time um and you know we've all been calling for a remake or even a remaster but i figured you know what my it's microsoft right they have the money spend the money and get a Final Fantasy VII-esque remake. Even if it takes three years to do it, you have the blueprint. You just have to make a, a better-looking game. Uh, I mean, what what are, you, what are you expecting, Dave? Well, I definitely like your idea. I think that'd be great if that was something that was got announced. Um, I do think that, you know, obviously we want temporary expectations. Yeah. But I do think that there is going to be some really good information. I think that when this is all said and done, I think when we walk away from this when when microsoft and phil spencer walk away from this event um we're going to feel a lot better about the future of xbox and uh, the asian market um also just as a to throw this out there 
Uh, Blue Dragon right now is on sale for five bucks in the great marketplace. Game. And it's such a great game. For five bucks, you can't beat it. Even if it's on Game Pass, it's still, I bought it just to have it. But um, but yeah, I think that there is going to be some 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 good announcements. I think that there is some, um, they have enough to talk about. It's been over a year. Uh, and I think they have some things that they can talk about. Now, will there be like some big, huge, you know, marketing deal? Will there be some huge, you know, acquisition coming up? Or will it be some kind of crossover or tie or game? You know, who knows? But I, I guarantee you there is going to be some some Game Pass announcements because they've kind of set that back to um, to this day. Like, you know, just wait and hear, see what's coming. I think there's going to be some good pay, Game Pass announcements coming. I think that's um, probably going to be the 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 uh the checkmark uh conversation is what's coming to Game Pass that's Japanese related whether that be double A triple A single A or even indie and we know right. that they're working with over 200 uh you know exactly. different creation uh, create uh creators whether that be t- big teams or not uh, I I'm expecting some big things uh, uh Def Leppard what's going on brother welcome he says Blue Dragon is my favorite J- JRPG mm-hmm. of all time yeah Blue Dragon is great it looked so good I, I i don't know if it has any enhancements thanks dave i'm actually going to go to the store i mean who doesn't want to buy a five dollar blue dragon i mean like yeah. freaking come on man time. um listen umbra uh you 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 got a chance to miss the i don't know if you saw the the big news golden eye coming to the xbox uh and uh i don't know whether you you got a chance to hear the shenanigans behind that but uh guess what the best version on Switch, multiplayer, exclusive to Switch. Thoughts? Yeah, it sucks. Um, <laughs> no online play for Xbox makes zero sense. Yeah, it, it's just it, they may as well not even give it to us if they're going to do that. that I, I I I agree. I, again, it's it's it is what it is. It's fine. You know, it, I, I'm going to play a single player. I'm going to beat that. It's just, but I just I'm. Yeah, I'm just I just don't understand. But listen, let's let let's let's bring you into the conversation when we're talking about, um, you know, Tokyo Game Show. Uh, what what are your expectations, man? I mean, do, do, are we going to be our Xbox gamers going to be surprised, especially when you start talking about Xbox Game Pass the same way a lot of us were taken aback by how, uh, you know, with Gamescom, Gamescom expected to be have little to no announcements because, well, Microsoft didn't really have anything. But for some reason, uh, we walked away incredibly excited because, well, a lot of those games that were shown are coming to Xbox Game Pass. Should we expect something similar at TGS? I think so, um, just to a degree at least. I mean, they already got the rumor that I shared with you would feel would be there at least maybe digitally to speak on it. I think Microsoft it would be wise, especially with the consoles selling as well as they have been doing. Yes. to have something major to show off there. We already know also about the 200-plus partners they're working with over in Asia. So yep. I, I think that'll pay off in some type of dividend. Uh, I don't know how big it'll be, but they, they're going to need something to rebound, I, I think, especially after the news today and, of course, the situation you know, with Halo. Um, so I think all of that is going to culminate. I think um, I'm hoping at least that, that we'll get some pretty big announcements. Uh Another thing I noticed outside of the GoldenEye situation is Octopath Traveler 2 skipping us. I don't understand how that happened. I, I love um, I mean, it. Is, is that one. confirmed that it's not coming to us? Is, 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 what is it? Only yeah. Sony and, um, and Switch. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, there I mean, that's be an that, announcement on that. You just have to. You might have to wait until the fifteenth. Maybe, maybe because show PS4, PS5, and it showed Nintendo Switch. Yeah. I don't see why they would ignore the Xbox that. That might be one of the announcements they're they're holding. I mean, look, if one if one came to the console and it did, it was an actually actually launched into Xbox Game Pass. I I have a suspicion that it might be. Like a timed exclusive, I would imagine that it's going to be the Octopath Traveler was dope. I have it on the Switch Mm -hmm. and I have it on the on the Xbox. It's 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 fantastic RPG. Um, but it's you know again it's it's I want to I want to see a world where when you look at the big three, Microsoft is in the same conversation for these types of games as Nintendo and uh, and um. And PlayStation are. Uh, I think that is going to happen when the market leadership changes. And I remember, folks, I didn't say if. When the market leadership changes and Sony is in third place because that is where they're going. Nintendo is going to be in second. Um, and Microsoft is going to be moved for the first back to first place for the first time in over a decade, folks. Um, that is going to be the time where you're going to see, like, I think uh, Beer Baron says, let's see what he says, Octo, Octo 2, Sifu, GoldenEye multiplayer, all skipping Xbox. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't care how, how gamers feel about Xbox, taking games away. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny. It, it, you know, when you, when you read the room and you hear about all of the shenanigans with the Sony players and even some of the Nintendo guys that I know, were like, oh, yeah, you know, Microsoft taking away Call of Duty isn't really right. And then you see this. And you say to yourself, well, I mean, what, 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 I mean, are we only reading one half of the room? Because I I like to read the whole room for safety. I have always done it as a police officer. You got to read the whole room, not half the room. That's that's how you watch a six, even when you, even when you're by yourself, right? Um, So this, this, this one looking through a keyhole uh, where it's only about Call of Duty and Microsoft is ridiculous. And I, and we have a topic that's going to get spicy. Uh, I, I have some things to say about good old Jimmy Boy. And what I think Phil Dominus Maximus Aurelius Spencer should do, I don't think they're going to do it. But of course, I don't run a three trillion dollar company, so they're not going to take my word on it. But I, I have some thoughts. But listen, folks, we got almost four hundred people here. We have a full panel. You're getting a chance to see some uh, some really good gameplay from me. This is probably one of the best, uh, you know, two hour videos that I recorded. I was not. I was definitely taking names here, uh, and I of course finished off one of my battle passes live on the air. Um, uh oh, he lost Umbra. He's uh, we're gonna get him back momentarily. He says his thing got disconnected. Okay, so listen, let me timestamp this correctly because people like to yell when I don't have the timestamps cor- uh, correct, and I want to punch myself in the face when I don't because I have no reason for it. Listen, let's get into the big story, the lead, the, the lead topic story, or the the lead block, if you will, if you like football. Uh, Bonnie Ross no longer is going to be the head of 343 Industries. Uh, This is something that a lot of Halo players have been calling for for quite some time. Uh, Now, under her tutelage or leadership at 343 Industries, and she's been there for 15 years, folks, uh, we have seen the launch of uh, Halo 4, which had an incredible single-player, not-so-incredible multiplayer. Uh, Halo 5 came out, and what they the bag of goods they sold us was not what was being uh, you know, advertised in what's some of the best marketing I've ever seen. Uh, none of that Chief versus Locke thing ever happened. 
Chief got his visor broken, which is very disrespectful. Um, and uh, the single player was, well, I, I didn't really care for it at all. It took me years after the game launched to beat it. Multiplayer, though, was fire. Uh, of course, the Halo Master Chief collection. I mean, is it magni- is it magnificent now? 100%. It is, it is leaps and bounds better than it was, but it was a bit of a basket case when it first came out. And then Halo Infinite, like I said, folks, I stand by my review. I gave it a 10 out of 10. I, I think multiplayer and single player are just phenomenal. I had that, that feeling of, of Halo 3, my favorite Halo, and no longer my favorite Halo. That's has been moved to second because Halo Infinite is one of my favorite of all time. I, I, you can't argue that the core gameplay is there for, for multiplayer. The single, the single player, we, we need some content, folks. I, I, I don't understand why we don't have the content that they were supposed to launch each and every battle pass, but here we are. Let me bring up uh, what she had to say, and of course, I'm talking about Bonnie Ross. And she announced yesterday on Twitter at 1 p.m., and she said this, folks. While I had hoped to stay with Halo until we released the winter update, I am letting you know that I will be leaving 343 and attending to a family medical issue. I'm incredibly proud of the work everyone at 343 Industries has done with Halo Infinite, the Master Chief Collection, the Halo television series, and so much more. It has been an honor to serve alongside the team for the last 15 years and be a part of a universe that I love. Thank you to everyone in the Halo community for your support. Halo's future is bright. I cannot wait for all of you to experience what we have in store and to cheer alongside you as a fan at the Halo World Championship in October. Uh, Exios Bonnie Ross. Now, uh, she had, uh, I, I think there's a lot to unpack just in her statement, but I don't want to end it there because I do want to talk about uh, um, Jez Corden's article. Uh, and of course, uh, he obviously Jez Corden writes for Windows Central and he broke the story and uh, he actually uh, had, we actually have the actual press release from Microsoft and this is what they had to say. After more than 28 years in gaming at Microsoft, including 15 years leading 343 Industries and Halo throughout its, uh, its most ambitious steps forward, Bonnie Ross will be leaving Microsoft and spending more time with her family. We are thankful for her, le- for her leadership of 343 during which the team launched Halo 4, Halo 5, Halo the Master Chief Collection, ha- the Halo TV series, and Halo Infinite. We wish her all the best. Head of production Pierre Hintz will become studio head effective immediately. The 343 team is hard at work shipping the winter update, which is the biggest Halo Infinite update since launch. Josh, I got to go to you first on this, brother, because this is um, big news. And what's what's even bigger about this is that uh, her position at 343 Industries as studio head, had a lot of other baggage attached to it that I myself didn't even know. Uh, and apparently, and has, and has been confirmed by Jess Corden of Windows Central, that her position is being split into three different positions. Now, uh, that is very interesting 
uh, to say the least, because uh, this is this is how they're breaking it down, folks. Studio veteran and production lead Pierre Hintz will become studio uh, become studio head of 343 Effective immediately, leading the studio's ongoing development of Halo Infinite and the Master Chief Collection, as well as future games. The senior leadership team will expand with new roles, including Brian um, uh, uh, Koski, who will become general manager, or GM for short, of the franchise, and Elizabeth Van Wyck, who will oversee business and operations. So her position, Josh, that she held has now been split into three. Now, look, I, again, this is not a dogpiling contest. If you have your theories and your thoughts and your opinions, I'm not going to start blocking people for it. I would say that please keep the tone to a low roar because obviously that's, you know, that's, that's the kind of content that I want to put out there. So, if, again, if you feel that this was necessary, and I, I, I'm with you, I, I feel change, change that leadership is necessary, and they're making some big ones. Uh, how long is that going to affect? Well, we're going to break that down as to how long I think it's going to take before we see these changes come to fruition. But, Josh, this is huge. And as someone that not only loves Halo, that someone that also has a Halo podcast, what are your thoughts on Bonnie Ross stepping down as head of 343 Industries? I mean, first and foremost, I just, I mean, I feel for her, right? Like dealing with, uh, dealing with family and illness and stuff like that. Like that is just, it's not, you know, it's not, it's not fun. And we wish her the very best and, uh, and for whatever, whatever her family member is dealing with, we just hope for a quick recovery and that, uh, um, that everything works out on that end. Um, yeah, gaming is, is, a is, a is business it development of games is uh, especially games of this magnitude it's not something that's easy to do if you guys want to like kind of a behind the scenes look i uh like him or hate him but jason's book um blood sweat and pixels gives a pretty good um a pretty good uh, a peek behind the scenes of what of what game development's like talking about games like destiny and uh the uncharted series and 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 seeing that it's not it's definitely not it's it's not an easy thing and we know that halo had a very bumpy um development we saw we saw different like different studio heads leaving during the uh during the development of this of this game and um and now we're playing the results of of what they were able to to piece together or put back together or 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 release and so the fact that her position is being split into three is is I would say is is fairly um, telling, and uh, hopefully moving forward we're gonna see we're gonna see the halo that we all that we all want that we all that we're all that that we've all hoped we would get all along. So the foundation for Infinite, fantastic. They've got they've got a great foundation to build on, and uh, like I said, we do wish her the very best. Yeah, I mean, listen. Uh, any t- look, folks. I, I I'm a very transparent person. I think everybody knows that. Um, I like being clear as glass because I want you to know what you're investing your time on. I take I take nothing for granted about the success I've had with the channel. Uh, it is it's out there for everybody, and everyone knows that I'm dealing with a mom that may not be around for the holidays. We don't know. It's day to day. So I understand that I'm here producing a show, but I'm at the hospital every day. 
uh, and I'm there with her and I'm, you know, caring for her, you know, with other family members. Um, and I'm trying to run the channel, but I also got to run the household because my wife still works. So I can imagine that's why I'm, I'm sympathetic to what she said. Now, granted, I can't say whether or not it's true, but I'm, I, I would never challenge that. That's not for me to do. Um, so if she has to leave the studio because of family related issues, oh, then that's that's sad. And I, I understand more than most because I'm currently dealing with that. But look, at the end of the day, I think we can all admit by being fair gamers, being fair human beings, that monster changes had to come to 343 Industries. It has been a studio riddled with this dysfunction for quite some time. Uh, now, granted, I can't put a thumb on it because I'm not in the boardroom. I don't know whether this dysfunction comes from the fact that there are too many chefs in the kitchen, so to speak. And if that, in fact, is the case, well, now we know why things went awry. Um, but for the most part, you know, we've heard a lot of the issues come the way of these these temps, these 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 developers that come in for a set amount of time and they can be hired. I think I think the way I, I the way it was explained to me is they can get hired, let go, hired, let go, hired. And after the third time, they don't get hired again. This is like this is like lunacy. Like I, I, I my, my, I'm going to be honest with you. I know that she's stepping down, but there are a, there's a much larger hierarchy. Uh, and I'm talking about, you know, Phil Spencer, I'm talking about Aaron Greenberg, where we have to understand this is your flagship title. Halo is Xbox. Xbox is Halo. I, I don't sometimes understand how we got here, but they are making some big changes. And I'm and I'm very happy that these changes are coming. Now, some people will ask, and I'm going to go to Daniel on this. Is it too late for Halo? Are people going to go like this and throw their hands up and just and, and never come back? Well, that's not going to be me because I have 12 days in Halo Infinite, uh, and I'm gonna and I can't wait for the new season, which I thought was going to be coming soon, but now I have to wait till March, uh, which is not really cool. But you know, what am I going to do? I'm not going to start flinging f bombs. What are your thoughts on what's going on at 343? Did did leadership need to change, Daniel? Uh, leadership absolutely did. I don't know how, like, here's the thing, right? 343 hasn't been doing a, a good job, you know? And right. I think we all know that. We've all said that on this channel before. Um, and so I understand that we probably did need somebody else heading up that studio. But my overwhelming reaction to this, seeing how other people have been reacting to it online, um, is I'm just so disappointed in people. Like, there's so many people who are, you know, on Twitter, literally singing Ding Dong, the witch is dead, who are going on talking about, oh, now Halo can finally be good again. And this is a woman who is stepping down from a job that she loves so that she can go and take care of a family member who is presumably doing very badly. Right. And yep. the just absolute lack of human empathy that I'm seeing online is not surprising. It's disgusting. But did, you, did you, did you see the horrible. one where they yelled at her and said, while you're in the house, that's burning down. Did you read the cookbook or something stupid like that? So like it's just absolutely Jesus ridiculous. Christmas folks. Come and on. I mean, she's a human being. Let, let, let's, let's have some decorum. I saw that one. That it's was disgusting. Terrible. People, people are just shit. Let me just, I'm sorry. I don't like the curse, but people no, are just I mean, you're right. straight up shit. It's, 
it's just so disappointing to me because like I understand people being upset, but at the end of the day, like, like what did she do wrong? Right. Is a couple of video games came out and they weren't what you wanted. Right. It's like, those are video games. This is a human being. Like we need to make that separation. I understand that you can be disappointed in Halo and you can voice that. And there's no problem with that, but this is a real person going through some real things and you need to be able to like understand that that is more important. Like, I agree. It, it just it true. always will be. Well said, Daniel. Um, so if you're one of those people who is like, you know, taking shots at her while she's on her way out the door, just take a step back, observe the situation, understand that what you're doing is not okay. And then if you continue to do it, then I hope you sit on your balls because you're not a good person, right? <laughs> like I love it. Sorry. <laughs> No, no. Um, I mean, listen, I, I like what you're putting down. And I think that, you know, one, one of the things that we lose and I, I, I wait, hold on a sec. Let me pack. Let me back that up. We don't do anything. I, I don't lose my sense over gaming. One of the biggest things that people do is lose their sensibility about the human element. And that is what we're seeing now. I, I get it. She's leaving. And is it going to be for the betterment of three, four, three industries? Well, we can't honestly say that, Jet, because, well, she just left yesterday. And yeah. obviously, she's leaving under, you know, a, 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 a lot of criticism for sure that, you know, again, she, she as, as the leader, has earned the righteous smoke, so as they say. But at the same time, we have to understand that she's a human being, folks. And, you know, mm-hmm. listen, she, she's the leader. She took the arrow. She's stepping down. Okay, so let's move on. And let's let's hope that the next person in charge, which I have his his qualifications here, and let, let, let me bring that up. His name is Pierre Hintz. It's H I N T Z E. I'm probably saying it wrong. Uh, and this is what he has on his LinkedIn, and he says this uh, about him, about Pierre, uh, product development uh, executive with 20 plus years of experience shipping successful games, uh, shipping successful game developed projects most recently focused on a games as a service gas for short on and triple a products he's a, tr- a strategic leader with proven ability to identify growth opportunities who take pride in enabling his team to be successful passionate gamer who has developed and shipped products across major platforms and i just want that to be pointed out for a hot second because like phil spencer daniel he is a gamer. Now, I don't know what Bonnie Ross, how many games she actually played, but she was she was a very standard uh, you know, executive. She's good with the monies. Mm. Uh, she's not a quote-unquote gamer like a Phil Spencer or like a Pierre. I think having Pierre in this, uh, in this spot, well, he knows what we want because he probably wants it himself. Yeah, I mean, at least hopefully, right? It's... <clears throat> I don't know Pierre Hintz. I'm sure that he'll do uh, at least a good job, hopefully a great job uh, in his position. Uh, theoretically, they wouldn't have put him in it if they weren't didn't think he was capable of it. Um, but it's you know it's disappointing to see one of the the only prominent women in the games industry be. I mean, obviously she's leaving on her own accord, but feeling like she's being bullied out of the industry is just 
it it really rubbed me the wrong way yesterday. Like it just, yeah. it, I made me so angry. I was at work and I was just fuming about something that nobody else at my work cared about because uh, they're not gamers. Uh, but it, it was, you know, it's just, it's this thing. And, you know, people who are thinking that this is going to fix Halo, it might in the long run, but switching the pilot mid-flight is not like it's gonna it's gonna get worse it's before gonna it take started. time right like i don't ex- like I, the next couple of updates those are not going to be things that pierre is going to have his hands on so if when the next update comes out or the next roadmap com- comes out and it's still disappointing maybe just like leave pierre alone he just he just sat down <laughs> like right. he, like he's he didn't do it <laughs> i mean look i i'll say this uh um chat and panel um we know for an absolute fact that whatever's coming out in the winter update is going to be all Bonnie Ross under her leadership. I can't specifically say what, uh, if, if, if in fact Pierre is going to be, uh, you know, you know, directly involved in the lead aspect of the following update for 2023. But I am going to tell you that he has been at three, four, three industries for four years, eight months, almost five years. Uh, he worked at PlayStation as a director of product development from 2013 to 2016. He worked as an executive producer at Square Enix from September 2012 through February 2013. He was only there six months. So he also has worked for Electronic Arts. It didn't. It doesn't say what specifically he did, but he was there for over six years. Uh, let's bring in Web Dave. Now, Dave, you obviously, you know, we know what to expect from the keyboard cowboys, or as I like to call them, keyboard cowards, who <laughs> like to say really, uh, you know, egregious things. Uh, and, uh, and of course, you know, make another account when some people call them out on it or shut their social media uh, accounts down because, like, well, they're cowards. Um, where, where do you personally fall? With this, you know, shuffling of 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 management a- at a studio. I mean, folks, let, let, let's call a spade a spade here, folks. Okay, three four three industries is the most funded studio at Xbox Game Studios. Mm-hmm. They have the most talent in any one location at at three four three industries. So, listen, changes had to be made. Dave, big changes are coming. What do you expect these big changes to to deliver? Well, just backtrack slightly. Um, whether you know her demise was imminent or pre-planned, and then this rushed it forward, or if this is just you know family member got sick legitimate and it's time, you know, and she needed to be there for her family. Totally respectable, understandable position. Um, love it or hate it. She's, she helped keep uh, halo alive period. Uh, from, you know, for Microsoft. Um, and the, the, the thing I take from this, it's not, okay, she's gone. Let's, there are people out there that were calling for her to be, you know, be removed for years now. Well, okay, people, you've gotten your wish. Right. Now let's see what's going to happen because, you know, whether it was her doing it or somebody else, you know, pushing her toward that, 
um, in the long run, she is going to be, um, um, she's a legend in the, in the halo community. And I know there's a lot of people that blame her because of her position, <clears throat> but she really did take the reins and keep the franchise going, uh, for good or bad, but we wouldn't have, you know, Halo Infinite to this day if it wasn't for her in that position. And that's, there's nothing you can say to deny that. That's just mm. the way it is. But, you know, if she was the problem, it, whatever. It's, you know, now we're going to see what really happens, you know? Yeah. So there's no excuses anymore. There's no, if, 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 in a, if in a year or two years, it's still bad and still unfixed, then then we'll know that there's other problems besides just her. If it gets fixed and gets underway, then you know maybe that was her leadership and the way she was guiding it. And then this is the takes the you know time to get the results out because nothing happens overnight in gaming. Nothing. And no matter how much we want it, you know it's going to take two to three years for something to get implemented usually. If it's something that they can, you know, you know, especially you know, with this engine, uh, they've they've tweaked it, so now they, you know, feel pretty good about it. You know, when you play Halo, like what you got on the screen, I mean, the multiplayer, it's, it's great. Fire, dude! It's yeah. so freaking good. Like, it's and so in the single player good. campaign was absolutely, I loved it. I was, you know, it was like to me, it was like, wow, this is it's the Halo, it's the Halo I always wanted. Dave. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I loved the the addition to the grappling hook. You know, some people didn't, but I'm like, dude, this is just really added another element to the game. I'll tell you this right now. You'll never be able to play another Halo game without the grappling hook. Facts. Yeah, you won't, you won't want to. It'd be like, Hashtag oh, I'm missing facts. something. Yeah. Yeah. So so there's a lot of a lot of things going on. And, and yes, in the long run, do I wish the game was absolutely complete? You know, like if it didn't come out until like, you know, two or three years after the system came out. And then, like, but it would have been everything would have worked. That probably would have been fantastic. But <laughs> the the Halo name is a system seller, and for what we did get, it was pretty good. But yeah. but yes, there's I, you know, cause, I mean, I don't I don't know why there's not more maps. I, I mean, I understand some parts of it, you know, saying that well, like you know, with the implementation implementation, excuse me. Okay, got that word wrong. But of the grappling hook that it's, you know, that those older maps, you know, you'd be like, you go right out of them. And <laughs> if you, you know, we weren't careful, they have to definitely set up and, and work to make those more practical for that ability to be implemented. And I get that. But I don't know. It just seems like they could, you know, like Gulch and, you know, some of the original, you know, Sidewinder, those maps were those were legendary and then they're like it just seems like they could put them out but you know we'll see we'll see but yeah. but now there's no excuses now now there is absolutely joseph joseph staten has you know it, there you go buddy it is all about it yeah exactly well we're you know you you talked about your next the, the next time we sit down with him i guess sometime late november or december whenever they you know release their, their next little update um you know we better have some good direction and then next year you know middle of next year into next year if if it's in the same state it is now then you can just you know shut down the team and let's let's move on 
Well, I think that's the thing, though, Dave. I don't think we're going to really see anything significant until next year. I, I would say that we, we yeah. I, and you know what? Let, let's bring you in on the conversation, Umbra. Uh, look, obviously, big changes are coming to a studio that is one of the most funded uh, and, and it's one of the lo- more larger teams uh, at, at Xbox Game Studios. That again, that's that's the actual fact. That's not even me trying to be you know finger pointy or anything. They they are one of the flagship studios. Uh, Halo Infinite. Uh, well, Halo is one of the most iconic, recognizable characters in gaming. Uh, the fact that we have not had a quote unquote banger like Halo Three. Uh, and, and 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 that's a lot of people. Like I said, if you ask me about how I feel uh, about Halo Infinite, well, it's my it's my favorite Halo of all time. Um, but you know, the truth of the matter is, is that you know we we you need consistency. And I think when you start talking about gas games, games as a service or free to play games, you need to be, uh, you know, up to date with your content. You know, gamers are going to expect a new battle pass every three months, every ninety days. You're supposed to be ahead of the curve. Why they're not? I, well, I mean, we we know why they're not because they're having some monster issues in uh, in house, which are being taken care of. Umber, where, where do you fall on Bonnie Roth stepping down, and where do you personally feel the team is going to be in maybe let's say a year from now? Well, I'm, I'm going to say this. I know it's, it's it's a tricky subject, right? I guess now because of the family situation. And uh, just to go on record, of course, I wish her and her family the best as well. I, I wouldn't try to get here and try to deny that that's the truth or anything like that, because, you know, I don't that's just a terrible, slippery slope to go down. Um, and, I, and I saw a lot of people raising that question online. Um, I think it's just misplaced because I think our nature is to want to know, you know, the, the actual truth behind whatever. Even if we're getting the truth, it might not seem it may not seem like it's something that's actual uh, because people are so distrusting. I know I remember when we had that situation with Drew, I believe Drew Murray, who went back to Insomniac and he said it was a family situation before actually joining up with them, too. And I saw people mention that. Uh, I think we go the wrong way when we go that way. So two things can happen here. And I also somebody saw someone react in a way where they said, well, we just give it a time. Don't talk about this, you know, her leaving and, you know, her leaving 343 and all that. And, I'm, and I, I came in there because they were going back and forth with Dealer. And I just said, we can do both. We can and will do both. That's, it's just going to happen. It's nothing you can do about that. How we do it is, you know, respectfully is what matters. I'm not going to go in here and start, start talking negatively about her as far as her family situation goes and, and say that she's using it as a scapegoat or whatever to get away from things what i will talk about is is that this absolutely needed to happen uh and we have been talking about this for a long time all a lot of us you know what i mean yourself myself it's been we've been talking about this for a long time um halo infinite is great it's just not a lot a great live service game unfortunately that's the problem that's correct you know and 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 again we've said it before boom Heavy is the head that, you know, that the crown on the head. Right. So she's the head. It had to fall back on her in some way, whether anyone believes that or feels that it's just the way it should have went or not. Uh, and a lot of people conflated and try to say, well, you know, it's a woman thing. She's a woman. It's not about it's not no, about the, it's actually, the gender. It really shouldn't have anything to do with that at all. Exactly. No. Preposterous. 
yeah, it, it shouldn't have anything to do with that. And people need to stop using that as a way to either defame or defend. It's just a matter of things went south with this franchise under her watch one too many times. And listen, I know the, the Halo fan base is almost impossible to please. We, we've said this. We all know it. Is we know it to be true. They, they're comparable, uh, dude, to like the Star Wars fan. Just, base. just like, about comparable, I would say. There just you slightly go. Slightly under them, if anything. I, I've always <laughs> said that. Just, just slightly, maybe under them. It's nothing you can do to please everybody. It's always going to be something that somebody's going to be complaining about. But what I will say is, is that Halo Infinite had its obvious issues, and it still does. And at the end of the day, boom, and fellas. It, it does. It falls back on on the head. And I'll say this. Uh, I was listening to Jez and, and, and Rand talk the other day. And, and Jez was saying he feels like maybe a lot of this is being scapegoated on to Bonnie. Yeah, he like, said that in a tweet. I'm, I'm, yeah. I Let me find, I'll find Jez's tweet on this. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, well, he, he mentioned that. And uh, I'll let you I'll let you give you time to get to it. But I'll, just, I'll say something else just to say then until you find it. Uh it has to fall on more than just her, but no, I wouldn't say anybody below her necessarily. So when they showcased the um, the game some years back and we saw it and we were all like, oh, you know, happy because it's Halo. And then we actually took a deeper look and was like, oh, that doesn't look as good as I wanted it to look. One of the first thoughts I think all of us had were, how did you all let that let get out like that? How did How did that happen? How did you allow this game to be presented this way? So when I look at that, I start to think, Matt Booty, what have you been doing that you allowed this? You saw this? You saw this and you were like, oh, yeah, good, plus thumbs up. Now I have a little question about your, your, you know, what you're doing. Now I worry about you now. Same thing goes to Phil, unfortunately. Phil is less so. It's more Matt Booty to me because that's his specific job over the studios. But it would be to me if I had to look It'd be slight slack on on Phil, more on Matt Booty, and the greatest on on uh, Bunny. Unfortunately, it's just the way it had to be. So, I I I'll, I'll say um, I wish her well as far as things go. I know she's going to land on her feet, and she deserves the flowers too. She did fight for Halo to to stay here on uh, Xbox, and she fought for them to get it and to form their home their own studio for it for three for three for the um the franchise. So I don't want to take anything away from her. If we did a, a look at her her history and everything like that, you know, we'd be celebrating her. She deserves that love. But uh, we also have to be critical when it's necessary, too. And she earned that as well. Uh, however, it all came to to be to what it is. I, I just think that at the end of the day, you're going to have to go to the head person who allows so much of it under them. However, it may have been the case, whoever it may have really fallen on. At the end of the day, we're all looking at the, the head of the, the person because we can't we we're on the outside looking in. We can't pinpoint whomever it is. And look, and ultimately, we know we're right because Phil and, the, and team ultimately decided the same. Um, obviously, it's more PR than anything when she just says, well, I was going to leave anyway. You know, I can say that much that much. I'll, I'll say that's probably PR spin right there. Yeah. But yeah. as far as our family, I'm pretty sure that's. That's legit. I don't want to take that away and make that some negative. We shouldn't go that way with it. But yeah, I think Phil and team saw it too. And he just saw like, yeah, it's ha- it has to be a change. And, mm-hmm. you know, with the leadership they have now in place, and like you pointed out, boom, they split it into three different positions. 
maybe that was really what the problem was. Maybe she, yeah, she too, too much, too much on, on her shoulder. Yeah. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. When I, I saw agree. that, I was like, wow, wait, three different things. No wonder she couldn't try to pay attention to this. She's doing three different jobs. So maybe that was really what it came down to. So let's see. And like I said, it'll probably be a year or two before we really see some real major changes. That's the unfortunate part. And it's something that, that um, you know, Staten and, and, and team have been pushing is saying, basically, we're going to be updating this thing as it goes, goes along and we're going to try to get it correct. It's going to be like an MCC situation, basically. Yeah, and, it could yeah. very well be. Yeah. Yeah, it's the thing about it, right? Is it's like I agree that they needed to have a big change in the leadership at 343, right? The content was good, but just not coming out fast enough, right? Like it was just something about that pipeline was not working. Um and I understand people complaining about that and speaking about that. I think it goes a bridge too far and no one on this panel has done this but i think it goes a bridge too far when you start calling for somebody's job like uh, anytime you want to see someone fired you should punch yourself in the face because you know what people have to pay bills and have families to take care of don't don't ever wish someone gets fired that's that's gross that's inappropriate at at, at any conversation no i mean listen dan you good stuff listen let's welcome in obm obviously uh, one bad mother on loan today for a few minutes from Xbox era. I know those guys going to charge that? me. I'm gonna I tell them the checks <laughs> on the way. I, I know they, they they love sending me. Hey, the bills. boom! I always appreciate, man. Whenever I got time, I love coming and talking. You know what, with you guys? It, you know it. it I, I I have a couple of super chats to get into. I will catch sure. up to them. But real, uh, Lady Foxfire, one of my favorite people in the community. I know her for years. She's absolutely amazing. She drops a two dollar super chat and says. Um, thank you for always updating us on the latest news. Thank you. It's a pleasure. And yes, folks, uh, I'm going to be streaming five days a week moving forward. Oh. Uh, yeah, five days a week, uh, Monday through Friday. Uh, you're going to get an extra Xbox Factor podcast on Mondays. I polled the community both privately and, and publicly, Damn. and it was, a, uh, it was a, a roaring, hey, we like the extra content. So uh, you're going to be getting that extra show each and every week. Uh, the, the first show on Monday is going to be about 70 minutes, same as X-Vlog Live. You'll get two or three topics, but you're going to get an extra show, five shows Monday through Friday starting, well, it's in my fourth week doing this, so I've gotten so accustomed to it that you know it's given me something to do as well as my personal business, which I handle uh, with no problem, as well as taking care of my home while Mrs. Boom still works. So I, I, I like being busy. And I like talking with this community. And uh, well, here we are. Uh, but uh, we also have uh, Drawn TJ. Wow, Drawn uh, TJ. He drops a very generous and ridiculous $20 super chat and says the new head of 343 saved MCC. Now we can save Halo Infinite. By the way, if I'm Phil, I say to the FTC and the UK, look what we offered three year extension and they don't want after 2024 Call of Duty. We'll only be on Game Pass. Uh, yeah, we're gonna actually. That's that's the that's the last topic. I got something to say to Jimmy Boy about his arrogance, uh, and you're not, and he's not gonna like it if he's listening to the show. Uh, Wolverine or Double X Wolverine Double X as a new channel member. Well, thank you so much, Wolverine. Definitely appreciate that. He drops a two dollars of chat and says, "Long live the chief!" Indeed, for sure. Uh, listen, as someone who is like Josh or N64 Josh. Uh, like Infinite Umbra, like Daniel, myself, uh, even Web Dave, we're all huge Halo fans. 
What are your thoughts on this big announcement? I mean, you 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 have a Halo uh, show as well. You had mm. me at Halo, and you and this is this is big news. Is it yep. the news that three four three needed? Um. So. I guess I'll have to step back on that a little bit, Booming, because I, I always think, you know me, I, I, I can never just give you a, a quick one word answer. <laughs> I always gotta, I, we always got to circle the wagons a little bit, right? Um, yeah. and, uh, it, and and by the way, so I, I am on my uh, lunch break right now, so that's and why I'm going to come in at, well, look at what time, 117. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I'm going to stay off camera just because, you know, it is during the work day. So, uh, you know, I'll be incognito. But, yeah. um, you know, the, the first thing I want to do, like with, with Bonnie Ross, like if we're if we want to just, um, you know, talk about her for like a minute before we kind of move forward. Um, you know, I always like to start by, you know, recognizing, you know, some of the, some of the positives. And I think, you know, I heard uh, Eternal mention mention the fact that. You know, she was the one that really fought for Halo for them to have a studio that, you know, internal studio that was going to support Halo and not just, you know, not just outsource it. They, you know, I think the, the stories are all pretty uh, public now that they, uh, you know, that they did. They pro they probably would have gone with Gearbox as a as an outsource, but you know you just the, the, we've already seen that when when it comes to big franchises, it's a lot harder to kind of take care of that stuff. So um, always appreciate that, and and it's really been the reason why I've stayed on this platform. You know, back in 2013 when Don Matrick was uh, you know looking at the camera and telling us, hey, you can all go stay on Xbox 360 if you don't like what I'm saying, and we we're all looking at each other like, what the what the did he just say you know that that whole moment uh you know and i was ready to kind of jump ship too but i was like you know what i mean I, at the end of the day this is where halo's at and um you know for in that time you know there's been there's been positives and and obviously some some opportunities right some missed uh some missed opportunities but you know it a lot of people did like the Halo 4 campaign. Me personally, I played Halo 5's multiplayer for uh, over 2,000 hours. So obviously, I really liked that. Um, and I felt like with Infinite, they they were able to get both in terms of the gameplay loop, the the feeling, the tone. I think they recaptured their identity. Uh, and they have something pretty special, I think, coming up here with the Forge. So there, there was a lot of positives that came. But, uh, but you know, yeah, we it's well documented. There's been a lot of opportunities. And right now, the game is, is failing the live service pretty badly, right? Uh, and I don't think there's like a whole lot of debate within the community about that that one aspect. Um, the thing with, with Bonnie, though, you know, and, and this is kind of the one thing I kind of warn people. It's like a lot, there, there's this assumption that as soon as you change that one position, it's everything is, is you know, going to be better or different. Um, there's a lot of challenges over that that really, when people say, you know, we have to hold the top accountable, I don't disagree with that, but the thing I would say is that she wasn't at the top with a lot of those, uh, with a lot of the decisions. You know, she actually fought to have Halo Four be a um, Xbox One launch game, and above her pushback against that, they, uh, you know, and she kind of. I, I, not even indirectly kind of said she still wishes they were able to do that uh wanted more time to work on the engine then halo 2 was you know was supposed to be just a remake of halo 2 uh because they had rushed out halo 4 
the the upper management they kind of forced basically kind of created a snowball there where now they needed that to be bigger and and they didn't have the resources so they had to outsource it and some of the outsourcing really messed up especially with the net code you know i talked to somebody about who was there who basically said that you know they they outsource things and and um some of the solutions that from the outside were people that weren't capable and and really uh it's like one of those trying to uh you know basically trying to kind of do something like that on the fly uh obviously backfired big time right and then you know there was a lot of there was a lot of issues with the engine and that was known for a long time and i know that she wanted to work on the you know that was something that that leadership there wanted to prioritize the engine before halo 5 launched but again they were pushed they're like they had to hit that 2015 date um and i I even remember listening to an interview with josh holmes when he left basically saying hey you know this thing got you know we had a bigger scope to this game you can see it in parts uh we had to cut a lot back you know uh we didn't they didn't get to work on the engine at all you know and it was always very difficult for creative so a lot of times you know there's there's this this like assumption that that you know like when things aren't going fa- fast enough or there's big challenges that I, you know it's fair I, I i look at it as a sports fan right like generally as a sports fan when my team's not winning i want a new gm and coach <laughs> but you know it comes down to the owner too right it's about them building the right you know minor league systems it's about them giving the right budget it's there's a lot of aspects to uh you know to winning that that sometimes you know you put your people in tougher situations uh, or better situations. And uh, obviously Xbox under the Meyerson era, we know had a, this This was probably the most Microsoft-ass studio, which uh, was under the thumb of Microsoft and was, you know, under, uh, they, re- they relied a lot on contractors over that period of time. And because of that, you know, they kept, they kept compounding mistakes or, or issues and, and, and we're seeing even that some of that today with, you know, the fact that there's, there like that game engine got held together with like uh, spaghetti string and duct tape and, you know, I was like say duct tape. I was yeah, it basically. Yeah. You're, you're going to fix everything with duct tape. And the problem is like, not only was it held together like that, but it was held to, it was put in place by people that were not staying, you know, by support yeah. studios and, and contractors. And again, this was like Microsoft's reliance on contractors to work around their head count issues and uh and so like you know then we then we moved to Halo infinite and they they're like okay finally you know this this is now microsoft under phil and like we're going to give you time to to put together a game engine and and so they started to do that but you know again they still had a lot of contractors there um and obviously COVID hit and so i i do think there's a perfect story now it's not to say she's not that she's blameless obviously there's there's also creative you know issues it 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 it, over four and five right uh there's people that you know again on record to say like there's disagreements maybe too many cooks in the kitchen like disagreements on whether 343 was going to go you know uh away from the the away from the old identity or try to forge their own, you know, new identity or, or not. And I think they finally got that right with infinite, you know, from a creative standpoint, um, you know, most of the complaints before were based off of that. It was more game design, right. From multiplayer or, or the story in the campaign. So, you know, like it's not that, that she hasn't made mistakes, but I do think that, you know, over the course of 10 years, 
AAA development has changed a lot. Um, the expectations for, for AAA games has gone up significantly. Uh, the scope of Halo now as a live service is much bigger than it was when 343 started with Halo 4. Uh, and in addition to that, they branched out. They do a lot more. They do a lot more on the media side now. They have a show. Uh, and, you know, and she's sitting there over top of all that. And, and, and again, you guys just called this out. But the fact that they replaced her with three people kind of kind of is just, uh, uh, you know, is an acknowledgement to me that the scope of of three four three is just that much more significant. And so, you know, I think I would just say that that I think she definitely deserves uh, deserves some flowers for 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 keeping the franchise at Microsoft for for keeping them invested in in AAA studios because I mean who knows if they even go buy the Gears license you know after that because they were they were basically getting rid of um, you know a lot of their internal development that cutting back on that under Meyerson and everybody else so. Um, so I think there's a lot of positives there as well, but obviously, yeah, they, they, uh, the, the, overall, they're not equipped right now for a live service and, um, they needed to restructure and, and, and I think the people they're bringing in there, there's some, ex there's some exciting aspects to that. You know, some, the, the fact that you do have the person that helped revive MCC, uh, the fact that, you know, that there's a lot of decisions they made to, to regain goodwill with. Uh, the community with MCC that were not always financial decisions. Sometimes it's like, we're just going to do this thing because it's going to make our customers happy. It's not going to make us a lot of money. And I think they, they were kind of in this similar boat now. It's like, you just got to win back the confidence of the customers and, and the people they had, they brought in, I think are right. Um, I think Staten's right when it, from the creative standpoint, he understands the, again, the identity of, of the game. And so, um, so they, I, I think there's a lot of exciting things to look forward to, uh, or hope. Maybe I should say that because I think right now it's it's not a short term turnaround, but I think there's a lot of reason for for hope in the future. But it's probably going to take time, right? Because restructuring a large company is something, uh, you know, generally the generally the behaviors the 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 results you get from the change of behaviors, the change of structure, the change of strategy, and the change of behaviors. There's going to be a lag with that. There's going to be a delay. Uh, fortunately, we have some forge coming soon, so that might that might maybe um, slow any bleeding until or give them time to kind of change around everything else. But yeah, I I, I so I look at it both ways. I I I. I a couple of things, you know, and, and I think people in the community, too, I see a lot of heated discussions. I think you can be on both sides. I think you can give Bonnie the, the credit that she deserves, yeah, uh, yep. you know, for, for kind of sitting in there. And, and this is not, you know, and I remember she did an interview and, and it was said this and I, this all made sense. Like she was told by other executives, you don't want to take that job. You're going to be under Microsoft. You're going to be in impossible circumstances, you know, you to live up to Bungie to, you know, this franchise, this is not a job. And she's, you know, she kind of took that on head on. And I, and I, and I absolutely want to give her credit for that. But then on the flip side, I don't think it's necessarily being, you know, rude or toxic to say, Hey, I'm excited about, you know, the fact they're finally restructuring because I, I think they, even if she would have stayed, they would have needed to restructure. They would have needed to bring in help. Uh, the fact that we had, you know, the 2020 demo went up and, and it got by everybody. It's like, yeah, there was communication 
you know, we heard Jez say that there was communication uh, gaps there from Chris Lee upwards. But at the end of the day, you you would hope that there's somebody in in position to go. Wait a second, no, we can't. Well, that's you know, what we're I not said right. earlier. Yeah, that. that's like, yeah. How do you allow that? Even if you go past Chris Lee not communicating something, as yeah, a studio yeah. head, do you not look at that? Do you not say? How'd they get past how everybody? Yeah. How did, <laughs> right. yeah. Matt Booty. That's why I said Matt Booty, too. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. There's, there's, there's a lot of, I will say this. And we do have a, a big topic. We only have 30 minutes left of the show. So I kind of want to move it okay. forward. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there, there is something to be said about uh, a lot of finger pointing. Uh, this goes, uh, you know, this, this goes all the way up to the top, folks. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, you know, Matt Booty, you know, he's he's got, he's got to get some smoke for this. Uh, you know, Everyone's got to get some smoke for this. This is this is your flagship title. If yeah, you feel okay. that you know you got to ask more questions to find out what what exactly the H is going on, then you ask more questions. But th- I have a strong suspicion that we, you know. Again, I I, I agree. I, I don't think that this gets fixed in six months. I think this is you're going to see. I, I think what saves Halo is Forge. I think the community mm. is going to be the one to actually save the game regarding when it comes to multiplayer maps. I think that the community is ridiculously uh, talented, and we're going to see maps. We've already started to see them where it's going to blow your mind, and I think we're all going to be playing on those games. But that in itself is a podcast for another day because if it is the community that you don't pay to do this development is the one saving your billion-dollar franchise, there are more questions to be answered uh, you know, at a, at a later date. Though I do want to move on. Okay. To the last topic of the show. And this is the big one, folks. I'm going to just throw the question out there. I believe everyone's everyone's going to have a very detailed, uh, different uh, you know, response to this. But it's still a question that I want to talk about. And, um, you know, obviously, if you if you saw the the uh, the actual posting for this show, uh, my I asked a question, should Microsoft pull that three year extension offered to Jim Ryan and PlayStation after the way? He responded publicly. Uh, he threw Phil Spencer underneath the bus. Um, he obviously is doing this because, well, he's he's doing anything to hold his position. Uh, I would imagine that there's going to be some big questions to be had on whether or not he goes the way of the dodo if uh, if they don't have any concessions added uh, to uh, Call of Duty. Uh, at, you know, when this deal is done. And I, you remember, hear what I said, when the deal is done, not if the deal is done. The deal's getting done. Microsoft has not done anything illegal, and they're not boxing out the competition considering that Sony just posted a 56% increase. Uh, you know, uh, oh, yeah, Josh had the bounce, so we'll, get, we'll, we'll do his outro when we're done. Uh, you know, they just, they, they just announced uh, in the UK uh, where the CMA is, and, and they're the ones that had the biggest problem with, you know, worrying about sony's number one position well they just posted a 56 percent increase in sales console and uh, in, in sales for consoles so i think sony's going to be okay with or without call of duty because they posted that in a month where call of duty did not come out call of duty doesn't come out until october so i don't understand but here's the question and i'm gonna go first to daniel you know we heard what jim ryan had to say he called the deal that was sent to him in written format by phil spencer in january inadequate for his gamers. But the last I checked, good old Jimmy boy could give a flying F about Xbox gamers because, well, their whole business practice is holding content from Xbox gamers. 
I mean, I mean, do I have to do I have to read the list again of how many games are still not on Xbox? Do I have to pull up the receipts on how many Call of Duties had exclusive content to PlayStation? Is Zombies currently on Vanguard for Xbox? It is not. And it's probably not happening until maybe October. Maybe it's a two-year extension. So Zombies, something that launched in Call of Duty proper, is locked behind the PlayStation. So this is where I get aggravated when I hear people say, well, they need to have a lockdown deal. I'm going to be honest with you. I if, if I'm running Microsoft and I get a response from um, Jim Ryan like that, you know what I say? Okay, you want to be a D-bag? I could be a D-bag too. This is what we're going to do. 2024 is the last day that Call of Duty is going to be on your console. Sorry. Tough titting. Uh, what are your thoughts, Daniel? Yeah, I mean, so first of all, I think it's just – really funny that phil spencer went he went out of his way to make this offer to to jim ryan and playstation like there was there was no reason he needed to no one had required it it's you know it's possible that one of these trade commissions will at some point require them to you know extend how long call of duty goes on on game or goes on playstation but they hadn't yet uh so the fact that jim ryan sort of threw it back at phil uh, phil's face is like it's like uh, it's like Dudley Dursley, right? Where he's like, last year I had more presents. What's this? It's not enough. And it's like, okay, well, like you could have had nothing. So I don't know. I I don't think that they'll like take the offer back. I don't think they'll be like, oh, well, you didn't want that. Well, it's off the table. I think that I think that Xbox is playing this this game where they're trying to look as nice as possible and amicable as possible so that the FTC doesn't ask for certain things. And so if they're already out here being like, well, we offered them to keep it on their platform and they said, no, like we made all the, like we've been doing everything right. Then I think it just makes them look better to trade commissions. And I think that's their entire purpose here. Um, I, man, if I was Jim, I would have just taken the deal because I don't think it's going to get better than that for him. <laughs> no, I, I, I think what he's trying to do is have Microsoft painted into a corner. And why I'm why I get aggravated at this is because it is balls of steel esque to not be the company that's investing seventy billion dollars into a Activision Blizzard King to then mm-hmm. want to dictate. To the owners of new fr- of said franchise, how we should dole this out? Well, like I said, you're right. I think they're gonna uh, they're gonna say, well, listen, we're we're only offering the 2027. If you want us to put it in pay, uh, you know, put it on paper that we keep it there, and, and and the commissions feel like they did something, that's great. But otherwise, I don't think anyone actually has a effing leg to stand on. Um, you know, uh, Umbra, let, let, let's bring you in on the conversation. W- I mean, w- Jim Ryan. Uh, shocks the world where he throws uh, Phil Spencer under the bus. And I was actually, like many gamers, waiting for a rebuttal from Phil Spencer this week. But obviously the big news this week is Bonnie Ross is leaving. That obviously takes precedence over a rebuttal. I still think that it's it's coming. I think it's going to be nasty. How do you handle this? Do you pull this offer and say, all right, you know what? You didn't want the deal. You know, now now you're good to 2024. If it was me, boom, 
we spoke about this. Well, you're greedy. Kind of you want everything like me. I, oh, I, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> if it was me, <laughs> I would be petty as hell. I would call petty feel because I would absolutely <laughs> be like, oh, you didn't like that offer. Huh? Well, here's the new deal. So either it's either two things. It's either one or two oh, things. I love this one. It would be the case where now I'm going to raise the price now. Uh, as, as, as our good brother Everborn would say, yesterday's charge them more. price. Hashtag charge them more. He charged them more for one, and I'm going to charge them more. So it'll be today. yesterday's price is not today's price. I'm going to use his slogan that he got from, from hip-hop. Today's price is not yesterday's price anymore. So now that, that's going up. So either you're going to pay this new price, which they will, or you won't get it. And now I left the decision in your hands. So now that I've charged you this, I've given you, a, I think, a fair uh, pricing. That I, It's not really fair. I'm going to be really petty. It's going to be really exorbitant. But I, I'm going to call it fair. Well, we gave you all a, a chance to get it on your platform. It, this is our offer here. All you have to do is pay the fee. Or I'll just flat out withhold it. And, and I would have been petty for sure. Because we know that if PlayStation would have gotten it, they would have been petty. So yeah, oh, they would they would have immediately announced it wasn't coming ever to Xbox. Oh yeah, it wouldn't. If, 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 there's no question. Matter they didn't have to even announce it. That's the crazy part. When they had to announce the situation with uh, Bungie and how they would go for it, that shocked people. That was like, what? You going? Well, that to- came from Bungie. Like Bungie was like, yeah, we're not signing True. the deal unless we're, we're doing it our way. True, but and that's because they, that that's, you, like, know, you know why whoa. that happened, Umbra? Because PlayStation was desperate. That's why that happened. Yeah, I, I imagine. I imagine so. Um, and I think, too, the, and so I'll go kind of realistic with it. And I think part of the reason why Sony did it, outside of maybe desperation and wanting to get that get, uh, games as a service type thing going for themselves, because the multiplayer for them just has not been hitting like, like it has on Xbox, no. is the fact that they know they'll also have to rely on Xbox in that way. They'll also have to rely on us uh, to carry the multiplayer in some ways and get them extra funds and money, too. So for that reason, with PlayStation being the lead platform for Call of Duty, it just might be the case. And I'm just being realistic here that some, that Phil and team are saying, hey, well, we might want to keep it on there for, to get this extra money. Now, we can obviously point out that Microsoft is not like they need to have PlayStation. No, they don't. They can clearly do it without them. The bigger point, though, what I would think at least from what we've been seeing with the pushback from some of these government entities entities and regulators is that they might have to do that a bit to to seem like they're being fair to all. That's what I'm wondering about. Like they probably are prohibited from outright uh, denying uh, it being on PlayStation, at least on the onset, because we already know about them possibly going back years later to revoke a deal we've heard, right? So that's the thing I wonder about. And so I don't know all the details and intricacies on that, but the petty me, it'll have to take somebody above my my understanding if I'm in Phil's position. And I'm like, yeah, take it out. It's, it's canceled. Nobody on the PlayStation yet. That would be me. They'd probably have to be like, no, boss, but you can't because this, I don't care. I'll be sitting there arguing with them. They'd be like, no, but you can't. You're fired. I'll be sitting there like Vince McMahon. You're fired. I want this off PlayStation. But no, it'll it'll have to be the case. I think I think it'll have to be the case that they well, might, I mean, might have to put it on there. Yeah, you know, to your point, it makes sense, right? Like they go, they turn around and say, "Listen, it's good to 2024. We're going to give you to 2027 to figure it out." You know, and, and mm-hmm. what what's in 2028, folks? Launch of new consoles. Yep. So yep. obviously, they're like, "Well, we paid 70 billion for this. 
uh, Call of Duty is going to launch exclusively on an Xbox, and that's going to sell hotcakes. Like that's going to be the lead block, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. I, I and you know something, I I I see what you're saying. You make a lot of sense. Uh, I think that there are going to be um, people that do. The regulators are going to want that in writing. Where well, yeah, we'll, we already we, well, we wrote it to Sony. We'll put it in writing. Let's just get this deal done. But if they want anything more than that, then they're going to wind up going to court because again, the, the yeah. only way this deal doesn't go through is if Microsoft lied about something or you know, th- th- there's nothing in what's going to happen is going to make this a monopoly. Mm-hmm. Sony has to spend money to develop a triple A SOCOM. You know, you you have. I said this on many shows before. So what Microsoft is offering Sony, it, uh, Sony is a limitless. Uh, 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 um, you, know, you can't put a price tag on it. They're giving them time to get their house in order and come up with a SOCOM that's going to be a, a, a Call of Duty killer. You you can't put a price tag on that. You, you you just can't. And they're offering something again. Time is valuable. I, I personally don't understand how it's you know a year uh, the t- year 2027 isn't acceptable to, to to them and somehow that's egregious when it's inadequate, they, yeah they, right. they don't owe Sony anything and a like thing. I said yeah but here's the thing um, and like I said we only have a few minutes left so I do want to get everybody in here Web Dave let's let's bring you into the conversation one of the things again it, that really pisses me off is this this attitude that Sony feels that because they're the market leader, they're owed Comblanche to do whatever they want. And I have to say this, their entire ecosystem, their entire structure folks is built on keeping content from other players outside of PlayStation. This is something that is right out there. You don't have to be a diehard gamer to figure out that Spider-Man is locked behind a plastic box. Even when it comes to third-party games like the Avengers, Spider-Man, even though it was a terrible DLC, was not on Xbox and will never be on Xbox, right? We don't right. know Final Fantasy XIV, right? That's making bank for Sony on Square Enix. Final Fantasy XIV never coming to an Xbox near you. Final Fantasy XVI, probably not coming for spoken who the h knows final yeah, fantasy seven good luck charlie brown you're not getting one two or three and that that's what they do as a matter i mean look we the most recent there's an and again it's it's a fetch quest i don't think it's a big deal but the fact of the matter is is that through a marketing deal there's a quest that a xbox player will never get for hogwarts legacy like what in the actual F are we doing when we're saying that Microsoft is somehow going to become a monopoly? What are your thoughts on this? Do you pull the deal? Okay. So what uh, Phil has said, I think is going to stand. I think that the reason he's not saying anything else is because the lawyers are like, you know, it's, it's, it's time to keep your mouth shut now. Let's, let's just let this ride. If things go, and the deal gets gets done this year or soon. I think it's going to happen soon, uh, sooner than later. That um, that they will honor what he had sent to them and signed agreement to them, whether they accept it or not. I think he will honor that 
because at some point they're going to be like, well, you said at least three years, right? We got three years, right? You know, so he's going to, he's going to, he's going to at least take that. Now he, obviously they want more. This is what they're trying to vie for. This is the whole reason they're making us think is they're trying to get more or they're trying to get it in perpetuity that they, you know, they want it always to be on their console and Microsoft is not stupid and they are not going to do that. Um, what they've given them is, is more than fair. And the reason, you know, Phil even kind of brought it out was like, you know, they would love to not have to have a dissent decree. They would love to not have something in writing because they, you know, they've already basically said, Hey, look what we're already offering them. That's pretty good. That's, that's above and beyond what anybody should, you know, should expect. So, you know, when the board really sits down and looks at it, you know, they could be like, oh, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. You know, and you're already giving them. And, and they said that it's a uh, uh, content um, parody, which that means that like everything for that three years that, that Microsoft puts out, whether it's levels, skins, anything will be on the PlayStation at the same exact time available. Now, whether it's, whatever you know sony wants to charge in their marketplace you know for certain add-ons or you know those kind of things yeah and and they are not there's no way in hell microsoft is going to keep it from game pass now it may not be able to get on game pass until the other deal is done that may be that may be a stipulation that's in there that's 2024 like 2025 version of that gets in game pass but all the old ones our game pass day one yep. guaranteed the new one will be there as soon as it is contractually available. And from then on, it'll be in game pass. That's the main reason why they're buying this is obviously the King deal is, is super big for them. Yeah. But, but you know, if you get call of duty into game pass day and date, I mean, there's still people that, that buy. There's still people that buy Halo and and other games that are out on Game Pass just because they want to represent or want to have the box art or like the original disc kind of thing yep. that have Game Pass and will enjoy it that way, but still like to you know, will still pay that money. <clears throat> there are people that are that are going to do that as well. So as far as is it does it in the long run? What Jim says, I mean, you know, he is he is just basically. From the, from the way the way I'm taking it, if you step back and take a look at what he said, he is trying to save face with their fan base yep. because he knows that there's really not a damn thing he can do to stop it. The deal really, the whole reason the regulators are getting involved is to make sure that the deal is not like going to be something that's going to, you know, like you take over or destroy another company. But or, or to or to or to or order to be bad for for gamers. This is there's nothing, nothing that's been brought up, and all these other companies that have already submitted, which we've seen, um, you know, that they've said, oh no, it's fine. They can they can buy them, not a problem. You know, Sony is the, really the only company that's raising a stink, and that's because they know in the long run they've been resting on the backs of all these other developers for years, you know, that's, that's how they, like you said, their bread and butter, their, um, their modus operandi <laughs> is that they like to go in and, and get these exclusive content for a limited time. The, the forespoken is they've, they've said that it's a two year exclusive 
from Square Enix that that is two years before it'll be able to become on you know on Xbox or Microsoft systems. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to stop there. They may have a catalyst or a, a something in place in their contract that says we get right of first refusal after that, Absolutely. which I believe is that, what that's happened. That's exactly what happened with Final Fantasy VII. Exactly. That's what yeah. happened with Final Fantasy VII. They had the chance to, you know, oh, this is doing really good and Microsoft really wants it, but they're doing so much better this generation than we thought they were going to. We're going to pull that part of our clause and we're going to pay them more money but we're going to keep it off of that platform. And I really think that that's, that's what they've done. Now, I, obviously I don't, I don't have the inside track to that, but as far as if you, if you sit back and you think about, you know, what, what would be beneficial to PlayStation compared to beneficial to the, uh, to Xbox and their gamers, that's the, that's what seems to make the most sense. Now I, I love uh, all the things um, um, that, um, one bad mother said, I, I think that was, he was, he was, he's right on point, man. It's, um, uh, I'm glad you're on the show today, man. That's, that's awesome. So oh, thanks. it, um, <laughs> it, uh, it was really, um, I think that was a eternal. That was before you though. <laughs> no, yeah, this, it's a deal. It's, um, okay. <laughs> I know. I, 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 I like but, I like that one bad mother remembers my previous name. Still, too. <laughs> I like that. Oh wait, wait, wait! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah! I forgot. I like that. that. Yeah, oh yeah. no, no! I like it. I'm like, oh, this brother remembers me. I forgot you rebranded. I, yeah. I, I get your. <laughs> well, listen. Uh, yeah, speaking of OBM, let's get let's get your final point. But before I bring yeah, you on the conversation, uh, Brett Bingham drops a five dollars super chat and says, uh, uh, "Phil Spen- Phil Spender should pull the deal." <laughs> Like Lucy pulls the football on Charlie Brown, <laughs> called Jimbo Jimbo's Bozo because he's a real clown. Yeah, he, he is definitely a clown. Tune from uh, Tom from Toonami dropped an outstanding five dollars super chat, and he is also a new member. Thanks so much for that, Tom. He says, "Jim, this wasn't the deal. Phil, I'm altering the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further." <laughs> I had thought about the same damn much. thing. I had the meme up and everything when that is, uh, when that is right out of Empire Strikes Back and Lando Carissi <laughs> and the conversation with Darth uh, Vader. Yeah. Only real fans know that. But hey, boom, uh, one, yeah. yes, sir. There, there, there is a one more um, up there. You scroll just a little bit. Uh, it, it was done super oh yeah, Edmond was... Burns, uh, yes. who's been a member for six months. Hey, Edmond, hopefully you're doing uh, Iman. Burns, thanks so much for uh, for being here, and of course, thank you for being a channel member for eight months. He says, "How's your mom doing, uh, DBG? And she's she's stable, folks. She's stable. Mm. She's not in any pain, and uh, it's right now. It's kind of like just a, a you know a day to day thing. Uh, I'll keep everybody advised if it goes one way or the other, but we're just we're just happy she's still with us at this point. That's good news. Um, he says yeah. Sony's problem with Call of Duty is 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 a known matter, a known matter." Uh, what Sony does after Call of Duty is on uh, GPU. Uh, uh, Sony can't com- com- uh, compete with that. What uh, what it feels like? Yeah, they they absolutely can't uh, compete with that because their service is built to give you old games, which they said. And Jim Ryan said we don't play old games, so they built their whole their whole infrastructure around playing old games. Now I'm not a hater. When motorsport gets in there, if it ever does, I'm going to be playing that 24 seven. It's one of my favorite racers of all time. Uh, but what you know. It, it, they, you know, it is, it is what it is. But only time is going to tell with what they do. But they have an opportunity to bring back SOCOM, drop the AAA d- d- dollar development or development dollars into a new SOCOM. People are calling for that. Make it the best first party, you know, third person shooter, or reinvent the wheel. 
make it, uh, you know, make it, make it a first person shooter and just rebrand it as SOCOM. I mean, you can do that. You have to invest. Uh, but one bad mother, let's get your opinion on this. You know, Jim Ryan did shock the world where <laughs> he brought this out into a public forum. And that's what he actually uses as his talking point. You know, I thought this was a private conversation between me and Phil, but he brought it out to public forum. So I feel I have to set the record straight. And the way he set the record straight is we're PlayStation. You either do what we want or you're, you're you know, you're going to lose. And I'm sorry to say, you're no longer big man on campus. Uh, you're all going to be in third place once this deal is done. And there's nothing wrong with third place because Microsoft has been in third place for a decade. Not, not, not a year, not two years, not five years. An entire decade, Microsoft has found a way to win by still being in third place. So Sony could win also. Maybe it will give Jimbo... Uh, you know, uh, you know, force them to, you know, be better, if you will. What are your thoughts on what he said? And do you pull this deal? So I, here's what I think. I, I don't think, you know, Jim's Jim's saying whatever he can right now, because he knows that he could, he could drive by Phil Spencer's house every day, throw something at his door, flip him off and honk the horn and drive away. It's not going to change <laughs> the deal. Uh, that, and Jim knows it. Um, Microsoft is a two trillion dollar company is making a sixty nine billion dollar purchase. They're they don't really care about the feelings of Jim Ryan. They're not doing anything in this deal currently that's not good for them. Um, and so I mention that because you know, like I, you know, I know there's like a lot of uh, theories and and uh, philosophies about like you know are they doing this to get the deal passed are they are they doing this to be you know the, the good guys i don't think any of that stuff's true at all uh seven years really if you if we start looking at it the most the most the uh the ftc or any regulators could uh guarantee would be 10 years i believe i don't think they're you don't get to guarantee anything in perpetuity which is you know, 10 years is not going to be a whole lot longer than what they've already offered them. Uh, Microsoft is basically giving them this generation. And the reason they, they're giving yeah, them... They've conceded this generation to Sony. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and the reason they're giving them this generation is, is I, I, obviously, some of it's going to be financial, right? Like, there's going to be a lot of sales, and, and they'll just kind of continue to help fund uh, fund the Death Star, the, the building of their, death, their, their gaming Death Star. But um, in addition to that, I think Call of Duty actually staying on PlayStation for this particular generation till the end of it actually helps Microsoft build Game Pass and cloud long-term better. And the reason is Sony is in markets that Microsoft has never been in, never probably will be in as far as a console goes. Uh, they don't have any, like Microsoft has presence in only a few markets worldwide. I mean, obviously really big markets, but um, there's a lot of reach that Sony has that Microsoft doesn't currently. And by leaving Call of Duty on the, the PlayStation platform, they the kind of, you, you do a couple things. You basically, you continue to build up your brand. Uh, I, I think Microsoft wants to not only maintain the Call of Duty uh, brand, they want to they want to make it bigger. That's what they did with Minecraft when they bought that. They want to continue to make it even bigger than it is today. Uh, and you do that by leaving it on a you know platform that already has an established base that's already there's already a lot of PlayStations out there with people that were, were planning on buying Call of Duty that already have. Um, and then you have the other aspect that when I when I read Jim Ryan's comments, when he said inadequate on many levels, um, to me, that indicates there's probably stipulations in the deal. There's probably, you know, they got a cross play 
crossplay tax right now, right? They probably want to get rid of that. Um, I I also assume that that Microsoft would it does nothing but benefit them if they can use Call of Duty to tear down some of the barriers between friends on platforms. Because what that does is it reduces the barrier for people that go, well, you know what? I haven't bought my next gen console yet. Let me. I want to buy an Xbox, but all my my best friends who play Call of Duty are on PlayStation right now. If Microsoft is able through like Discord and crossplay and all these other things to, uh, you know, continue to. Uh, streamline that process or 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 put stipulations in there for that that only helps them uh probably in the long term you know pull more customers that are in the playstation uh yeah. ecosystem Sony doesn't and want that at all yeah no so jim ryan doesn't want that at all because that there's a lot of people that are only on going to stay with playstation because that is where their friends are at that's where their their crew is at if that becomes if that no longer becomes a factor in, in why somebody chooses their platform, uh, if they can just streamline that whole thing, then there's going to be a lot more people that are going to be reactive to this this Game Pass monster, which I do think you know Call of Duty will end up being a um, a, a tipping point, and that's the last thing I think that that you know Call of Duty sitting on that platform you have cross play, you have cross communication, you're going to have Discord soon, you know you're going you, when when half your crew is uh getting the game for free <laughs> and you're not and they're telling you that that's you're you're basically creating that trojan horse right you're basically creating that pipeline now and it's like wait a second you guys are getting a better deal and microsoft also knows and i think it's a matter of just when not if you know streaming is going to be good enough for the mainstream uh that may not happen this generation uh but you know within 10 years you know there's a lot of companies that expect us to get down to one millisecond latency uh much higher bandwidth and and they don't need to be all the way there they know at some point in time it's going to be good enough and then you know next generation i think after 2027 they'll just reassess and it's like well you know maybe we don't need to support another skew of hardware anymore I don't think it guarantees that they won't make it for for PlayStation next generation, but I think they want to have all those options, right? So they want to have they want to have that leverage too. They want to keep putting pressure, I think, on Jim to get rid of crossplay, cross crossplay fee. I'm not saying anything right today, but all the fees, <laughs> all the fees, and really just 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 um, start taking down some of those barriers because it benefits. Microsoft. So really, in some ways, they're going to end up using the PlayStation platform to help build the mindshare for their brand moving into the next paradigm. So, uh, so yeah, I don't, Jim can say whatever he wants. I think he's going to, you know, I don't really know that what he's, what he said, the risk reward on that was the, the best idea. Uh, because all it's doing is kind of making him look, or making the PlayStation brand look a little bit we weaker to the enthusiast who are now you've cast doubt on whether they will continue to get that that game there. Where I don't think Microsoft would have come out and said, "Hey, we're just thinking about maybe you know maybe we won't give it to you in there, a few there, years." There is a piece to the information that's not really out there. Uh, it, 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 and thanks to Everborn Saga for bringing this up. He actually said that there is. Uh, where it is said by Microsoft, where they will, uh, you know, uh, revene, uh, you know, the the three year contract once it's expired mm -hmm. and come back to the table, meaning that yep. they're going to give them three years, but it's only yep. going to be three years at a time, and they're going to have to either get get in line or get left behind. Uh, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. But 
That's what I was saying, boom. That's why I said the time will be cut short. Where yeah. I was said, uh, if now this going to be now that you're either going to pay this exorbitant amount now for these three years, or maybe they can give them like less years on the contract before they go up on the next one. Yep, exactly. Here's, here's a year contract at this price that you were previously charged. The next time you're getting charged more. Yeah, and, and instead and so of 70 so 30, maybe it's 70 20. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Maybe it's 70 25. Yeah. We, we 75 25. You know what I'm Good saying? Because now it's ours. Yeah. And we don't know your shit. Pardon yeah. my French. Or uh, and, and it could add the whole thing that one bet was just talking about where they could say, hey, we want to have cross play. We want to have cross chat. No more $10 tax. Yeah. No more, as, as, I won't say it fully because I try not to curse, but uh, uh, everyone side calls it the a-hole tax. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and next gen, I, I would be surprised if next gen, if, if either console – Maker can hold on to the 70-30 split because the splits are going down everywhere else, right? Yep. There's getting there's pressure being put on them to go down everywhere. So so again, Microsoft, why would they want to say in perpetuity, we're going to give or even uh, we're going to give you this 10-year deal and there's, there's no forevers. Even a 10-year, yeah, you yeah. know, you just don't know what the marketplace is going to be. Right. But look, let me yep. first of all, OBM, thank you so much for joining us. I got one more super yep. chat, good friend of the program, shooter, 2853. And he says this boom, it needs to be said you are a champion to keep putting out these uh these the shows while your mom my mom is ill and the house look after you are a champion thanks listen dude this i do it because i'm in the hospital every day a lot of people don't know that i I am taking care of the house every day i I don't mind having this stacked on my show i have very broad shoulders i can carry a lot but this these shows are my one happy place that they're my one zen place where i can come i can kind of forget about things for a little bit you know an hour and a half 70 minutes two hours and then get back to real life the minute it's done uh i do it because i love this community uh and uh that's very kind of you to say shooter i definitely appreciate that uh this is again it's it's my it's my happy place to do the shows and right now it's you know it's it's the one solace that i have so i will continue to do shows until well something bad happens and i just can't for, you know, until I handle the family business and, uh, you know, until then, you know, tune in every day because I'm, I'm streaming five days a week. And uh, there is one big thing happening the last week of the year, uh, the uh, the month is it's my birthday on the 25th. Uh, we are doing a breakfast with Boom on the 23rd, which is going to be Boom's birthday bash. And Mrs. Boom and I are giving away five hundred dollars worth of digital prizes. That's right. My birthday. You get the presents. And all you got to do to win is, is be in the chat. Now, if you drop a super chat, you get an additional entry. If you are a channel member, you get an additional entry. And, of course, if you sub to the channel, there's your fourth entry to the contest. And all digital goods are going to be you know, sent to you via email, via D- DM on Twitter, or a, or a money app like PayPal. If you're outside of the country, we will honor the, the win and we will pay all transfer fees and all denomination uh, that's different from our country to yours. We, we, we pick up that. We ask uh, the winners to pick up absolutely nothing. That's something that we pride ourselves with. But let's get to the outros. We'll start first with One Bad Mother. Brother, thank you so much for jumping in. Appreciate yes, you. Sir. Love you like a brother. Tell everyone where they can check out your Halo program each and every week. And more importantly, what you got going on with Xbox Era. And where could people reach out to you on social media? 
Yes, sir. Well, thank you, Boom. Uh, it was nice to jump in here for a quick minute. Uh, I'm going to go finish up lunch. Uh, <laughs> but if people want to catch me, if you don't already follow me, you can find me on Twitter at uh, One Bad Mother at Mother, M U A T H A underscore O N E. Uh, also, I, uh, you know, I'm with the Xbox Era guys. Uh, hopefully, we'll be done with our project soon and I can start putting out some more content. But until then, uh, if you are a Halo fan that's listening to this show, catch us every about every other thursday uh we do have our halo podcast and it's called you had me at halo we will be on this week there's plenty of news this week including i don't know if you had a chance to mention it uh boom but john you know john from xbox era had his uh forge map yes. featured yes, in did. the yep. in that reveal so we got a lot to talk about between the uh the you know the some of the leadership changes and in that and uh the, some of the Forge stuff that's now coming out. Uh, that'll be on at 7.15 Eastern time uh, in a couple days. So look forward to seeing some of you from this chat there. Thanks. Yeah, looking forward to it, brother. And yeah, speaking of Xbox Era, this Thursday, I'm sitting down with Jesse Norris, producer of the Xbox Era, and we're going to be breaking down what happens on Wednesdays indie show there's a 90 minute xbox indie show yes it is the twitch indie show but at least it's not nine and a half hours and run by a bunch of boobs hopefully we're going to get a chance to see really good games i have a i can't talk about what i know of one game that's going to be showed but i am so excited and so proud a wandering dutch if you're listening we both know because we were contacted by the a said developer of said game who's a good friend of ours personally. So it's really great to see uh, that we're going to get a bunch of new games. And yes, that's happening Wednesday, I believe at noon. We're not covering it on this channel, but we're going to cover it. Jesse and I are going to cover it the next day with all the highlights and we'll, we'll uh, have another uh, topic to get into. That's, that's one of the 70 minute programs, but web Dave, thank you so much for joining us, brother. Sell your brand. Talk about, your interview with Hargeet Chani, who's going to be a guest tomorrow evening on Primetime Gaming. And and the fact that you interviewed a literal genius. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a really good interview if you get a chance to check it out. It is available right now. Uh, it's a little over an hour, and uh, he is a really cool guy, and he had a lot to say. So definitely want to check that out. It's Outbreak, uh, Outbreak Podcast is the YouTube channel. Um, outbreakpodcast.com is our website. And uh, also um, got another big interview coming up uh, with Gaz, which will be the dropping. Three phases on, of Gaz. Uh, I love the thumbnail. Love, love, love <laughs> Thanks, the thumbnail. <laughs> but uh, he will be. Uh, it'll be coming up uh, next Monday, and uh, hopefully one of these days, uh, one bad mother, I'll have to try and get you on. I've, I'll try and reach out to you again, see if uh, see if I might be able to talk him into coming on. And yeah, man, that sounds good. good. Be awesome. <laughs> sounds sounds like a good yeah. time. All right, brother. Well, thank you, Dave, for being here, jumping on. I definitely appreciate Anytime. that. Daniel McGee, sell your brand, brother. What videos you got going on? I'm sure in that beautiful mind of yours, you have three <laughs> or four you're working on. Talk about your channel, yeah. how many subs you need to get 1K, and more importantly, uh, where can people reach out to you on social media? Uh, so you can reach me on social media at Daniel J. McGee. That's Daniel J. M. C. G. Or on YouTube at just Daniel McGee. Uh, right now I'm working on a video about why it feels like PlayStation is kind of throwing this generation. It's, uh, it's going to be a, a pretty salty video. So if you like, uh, deep dives and hot takes, 
I'm going to be your guy for the next couple weeks. I think the next two videos I have are a little spicier than I generally like to be. Um, but we are about, uh, what, 55 subscribers away from uh, from 500. Nice. So I would really like to hit that by, you know, the end of the year. I think we can probably get there before then. So maybe stop by. Hopefully I've got something you'll like. Yeah, actually, again, folks, real simple. There's 258 people still here. We have well over 400 today, which is awesome. Head over to these guys' channel. Everyone's info is there. Click, click. You're subbed. Bell, good, golden. No one's on this show that I don't think uh, deserves to be here, but I also put keep people on the panel that bring a lot to the community the same way I do. So if you trust me, and I believe that you do, head over and subscribe to everyone. And last and no way least, Infinite Umbra, which, by the way, folks, I'm confirmed that the uh, the uh, Xbox Infinite podcast completely stole this man's name. I know that you're listening, <laughs> team. Give this man back his name or give him credit. Now, what's going on? <laughs> to sell your brand, yeah, Umbra, talk about the Xbox Infinite podcast with one hell of a panel each and every Friday evening. And also, where can people uh, reach out to you on social media? You know, it's, it's just it just feels so pleasant to hear the truth shine <laughs> like that. Boom, I appreciate you, brother, for, for letting the folks know that it's, you know, named after me. Uh, but, yeah, you guys can find me under Umbra Infinite or Infinite Umbra on uh, Twitter. You can find me as Super Havoc on Xbox. If you like-minded, well-mannered people, hit me up. You know, you could join us for some game nights or something like that. I might even talk with you here and there, you know. And, of course, you can find me on Xbox Infinite, <clears throat> named after me, and on Fridays uh, at 8 o'clock Eastern. And, of course, here, typically at 12, although I was late today. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. I was ready for it and just literally dozed Listen, off. Dude, when chair. you work overnights, it's it's hard to get yourself up. We definitely yeah. appreciate uh, you being a part of uh, of uh, of this show. And uh, Shooter twenty eight fifty three says, "Oh no, boom! Don't get us started about the <laughs> infinite." <laughs> I'm just telling. We just telling the truth. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. We, we brought some truth. Telling the truth today. shall set you free. That's, that's what right. they say. <laughs> and right now we're free. Right now, that's all it is. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, this is a good discussion here. Glad, uh, nice to hear you all's take on it. Thanks for joining us, uh, one bed. And uh, yeah, you guys, uh, thank you all in the chat for coming through and supporting as usual, too. Yeah, thank you. So, listen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much again for tuning in for today's show. Tomorrow evening, don't forget Hargeet Chani, guest on Primetime Gaming. And folks, we're going to be breaking down how uh, Sony proper is down 41% year over year. They are in trouble. How much trouble? Well, maybe Apple comes a-calling and buys out PlayStation. We're going to talk about that and a bunch of other topics with Hargeet, who is really smart. Uh, and again, we have all the numbers. Sony, there's a reason why they're afraid of this uh, this, this call. And I, I, they're calling it the Call of Duty deal. It's really not about just Call of Duty, but they have real concerns because... Uh, COD is one of their number one money makers when it comes to third party. So, of course, they don't want to lose it. But tune in tomorrow evening, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where the primetime gaming crew is going to break all of that down and then some. Of course, I'm going to close a big, a big shout out to all the Super Chats that come in. Those help us do these monster giveaways. And again, there's one coming next Thursday, which is going to be a next a next Friday morning on Breakfast with Boom. That is September 23rd. 
and $500 worth of digital gifts are going to be doled out. All you got to do to win is be in the chat. And, of course, I'll close out today's show with something that's important to me, folks. Hopefully one day it will be important to you, and that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated, and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week back on the newest episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast.